Long past the hour for quitting labor, amid the smoke-filled haze of the south gate, the after-lodge crew continues to linger in the rubbish of the temple, under the watchful eyes of right-worshipful Grand Censor Bob. Not recognized nor endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular masons, irregular masons, co-masons, Canadian masons, or internet wannabe masons, they banter on as always. Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favor and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this after-lodge banter. Welcome to episode 132 of the After Lodge podcast, brought to you from the, say I can't think of a comment about the environment or the weather or whatever today. Average summer day. An average lodge in, a, day. in an average town, in some average foothills. Hmm. In an average province of Providence of Canada. Have we, have we run what? to Canada yet? We, we've moved to Canada. Oh, great. Things are better here. They do bacon wrong. So, uh, I'm here with, with After Lodge Jason. What's up? Worshipless Hello. producer Bruce. Hey, hey. This is After Lodge Harlan. No sign of Grand Censor Bob or the Chaplain, but we have a packed studio audience today. You mean but, Jazz? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean... I mean, she's back there. If you're just back there. call it she out She has like enough that. spirit for several people. She does. Uh, she is spirit-filled. Mm-hmm. She was voted most spiritful in her senior class. It's in oh, yearbook, yeah? I think. I don't. I don't think so. It wasn't because of the tie dye thing, was it? Probably. Mm. Probably. And the uh, the ghosts of After Lodge Past are are always with us. Um, I'm haunted by them on a regular basis, especially here in here in this particular lodge hall. So uh, happy happy Sunday. We're all ready to, to go back to work and mm. do Rah. some things. It's especially bad because I was off all week, so it's like a worse Monday for me. Yeah. Plus, I know. Just don't crash the mail truck while you're looking for Pokemon. I know shit's going to be messed up because I was gone all week. And my boss had forgot. So it must have went all right because my boss had forgotten and called me at 8 o'clock on Monday. He was like, hey, uh, I got da 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 And I'm like, dude, I'm like out of town. He's like, oh, yeah, you're on vacation. All right, bye. You know, it's not a good sign when you go on vacation and no one notices you were gone. Mm. Like outside the federal government, that's a sign that uh, your job might not be there when you get back. <laughs> oh, people notice, just not my boss. Which means I trained my replacement well enough that there was not problems caused. I'm sure your like, customers noticed. In my world, everyone's oh, afraid to take a vacation because they're afraid that things may go just perfect while they're gone. Uh, that's I, I'm the other way. The, the the sub who works my route, I, I can't take a <clears throat> I can't take a vacation because I'm 100 percent sure that when I come back, it's going to be jacked up. It's terrible. That's oh, a good I, oh, I know it's going to be jacked. That would be job security. There's a lot of people who won't take a vacation because they're afraid that. 
the company might notice that they're not actually necessary. Because their sub can do their job <laughs> I, I twice say, as good for half as much money. I was going to yes. say, unlike those people, I actually do my job well, Harlan. If, if, if you do your job well, you shouldn't have to worry about that, right? Yeah, right, well... Well, unless there's somebody else who's much I mean, more junior to you who could that, do like, your job it, just as well. It's his level. There's way more competition. So there's like eight dudes who could do the job about the same as you. Mm. <laughs> and yeah. some of them get paid less. Got it. And so it becomes a cost-effective. Why are we paying him this? Uh, union. Could, uh, yeah, I know. We all get paid the same. It's communism, brother. Communism. Viva la revolution. Yeah. Which really, I guess, union benefits more the crappy workers. but It does. Well, and the older <laughs> workers, the guys that have put in the time. Oh, and they're like broke down and can't do it as yeah, fast. But yeah, but they deserve that protection. Well, no, because they, they've been communism. doing it thirty years. Well, that's communism. They, but they could have been the crummy no. workers who just. I'm not saying it's bad communism. There's good points. Wait, to so you're communism. advocating like when when people get to like fifties and just can't do the job as well as do we just kill them or no, fire them? I'm not. I'm saying that's communism. So you're for communism. I'm saying I'm for certain that's, parts of communism. Jason, are you for communism? Certain parts of it. Why do you hate America? Hmm. You got to pick and choose, man. I like the library. That's socialism. I like being able to go get a book and not have to pay for it sometimes. I don't know if the book's going to be good. I can't argue that. I mean, I like that, that's America, I like, man. I like libraries, too. That's America. What we do is we yeah. steal the best parts of other shit. That's, we just pick and choose the stuff that's, we that's like out of other true. people's like beliefs, and we take it, and it's so, ours now. It's so ours. you would America. say we're a melting pot of sorts. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I do like the uh, differing perspectives. I, I'm a different person depending on who's who's examining what kind of person I am. Yeah. Like to most of the world, that. I'm like this this heartless Ayn Randian libertarian asshole. Correct. But then I go to functions with like the libertarian party. And You're not radical enough. I'm 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 this left wing <laughs> crazy tame. big government like slave. Yeah. He thinks. Nice. Yeah. This son of a bitch thinks you you shouldn't be able to own a thermonuclear detonator. And the bomb to go with it. I, what a pussy. The last one was a... Uh, he said you could have the bomb, but not the detonator. The last one was the practical applications of the U.S. patent system and like why it can be valuable. It's just done wrong. And then... Oh, it's done way wrong. It I just got destroyed on the whole idea of intellectual property is fascism. and It's not, like, though. What? Why would you make anything if you can't like have exclusivity yeah, on it? But, like you would just stop. Right. But where I was going is like in those circles, I'm like this crazy Bernie Sanders type is how they all look at me. But then everyone on the other side looks at me like I'm some Ayn Rand disciple. So I I just I don't have an identity anymore. The problem of the support that Jason has for that, though, is you're supporting patent trolls. And those are a real thing. And those are a terrible thing. It needs to be seriously like reworked. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying if you develop if you spend a year developing something and and fine tuning it and then you get a patent on it, you should be able to make money on that patent. I shouldn't be able to go buy what you just made. And just copy it cheaply and then make the same amount of money you are mm-hmm. without having, like, because you have more cost because you put in a year of, of right. R&D right, on it. Right, right, right. Now, if you put in something 20 years ago about, in the future, there's going to be Star Trek communicators and, and then you <laughs> sue iPhone, like, screw you. Like, right. you're a patent, like, there needs to be. Well, patent trolls are really mostly only a thing in the software realm. Well, yeah, that's where they're the worst. Well, but, I mean, now. They've always been a thing, though. Yes, but no one knew what that... That, that phrase wasn't coined until you had software, guys. And uh, Software is, by its nature, a set of mathematical instructions, which is an algorithm, and you can't patent an algorithm. But it's so, so bad that people are buying up other companies just for their patents yes. that are similar to their patents because someone else has another patent that's similar, and that way they have like yeah. ammunition to sue each other if they really want to go to war. Mm-hmm. 
Like it's it's stupid. Although I did hear a show on a guy who uh, spends uh, his whole life developing new cuts of meat for like restaurants. <laughs> yep. Like that's all he does. And then like he's made like he's the guy who made steakums and popcorn chicken. Yep. Like mm. he invented those things. Hmm. And that's all he does is invent like different ways to prepare meat. Oh, he's rich then. Is you know those those terrible. But, but it, it, but if you, if anybody could just steal what he's doing. Yeah. And like he had to go in and demonstrate, like this is how you cut it. This is why nobody has thought of this. This is something I developed and like proved to the. I guess it's a panel. It's an the, examiner. So yeah. so he got a patent on those things. Yeah. <coughs> well, that's cool. No, the uh, the guys that that <laughs> built the the peanut butter and jelly frozen thing, whatever is like a tortilla that's folded in half and like riveted yeah, yeah, along yeah, yeah. the. Yeah, edges. I know what you're talking like, about. Yeah, there's a big patent over that. That's a some kind. Of, it was novel at the time. It's expired now. I think everyone's making them. That's, that's but. so much gray area for me and like where where do you draw sorry like okay what about that one thing that they came out with in the late 90s it was one jar that had peanut butter and jelly in it is that good enough no i don't think so because that's only one step removed from what harlan's talking about you put that in a bread shell and freeze it and it's the same thing well i don't know about the bread shell like i don't yeah, know all the, the details on it. the bread shell but the popcorn but. chicken like there's been butchers for like <clears throat> a thousand years or so that's their only job and they never thought to cut the chicken right. up in this way for right, these right, pieces right. and then fry them this way like like well, they, 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 well, because they had chicken nuggets, and they were yeah. like, we're, we're settling at this. This is as good as bite-sized chicken's right. getting. But Why reinvent the wheel? And then and then this guy that, was like, hey, I can that, make it better. It uses like parts of the chicken that, and he did. that are often wasted in other cuts that aren't as good. Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? So it's like mm-hmm. also yeah, like saving can, part of the chicken. It's a process. Like They've been doing that at elementary schools forever, those chicken patties where they just grind the excess stuff. That's the just they throw like they, the carcass of the chicken yeah. and everything left on it into some kind of grinder. And, then and they then, make yeah. a paste and you pour it into a mold. And, yeah. 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 Never, never go to the school cafeteria when they make the Salisbury steak. Uh, I did that once. That's mystery meat. That's, it was, that is. It's a paste. They put it in these molds and stick the mold sheet in the oven. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. It's bad. Bad, bad, bad. But the uh the system encourages people to uh in exchange for their exclusive rights, they also have to teach the rest of the world how to do what they did instead of just keeping it a secret. So when that patent does expire, That's like fair. you've had to teach the entire society <clears throat> well, you have how to, to like, do what yeah. you did. So like you have to pay them Otherwise, for so many years. Yeah. Now what's really bullshit is the copyright on like songs. Like oh, the fact you can't sing happy birthday. Copyright's a whole different beast. We just did that because that was part of globalism. We wanted to get into the World Trade Organization and the French had already had that built in and we couldn't be part of it unless we changed our copyright terms to match the French. Well, I think that's I think we really like it because that's one of the few things this country makes is pop songs and pop movies. So you need to yeah, keep now, buying them from us. Now it wasn't the case when we joined oh, that I organization. Agree. It wasn't, but it's all we got left, man. Because that was what the French had. That culture selling, came. Yeah. Culture came from France before it was a Hollywood thing, and so that's why they had that system that way. So uh, I don't know how we got on this, but I yeah. don't know. Either. How was your week, Harlan? It's all right. It was short because you know Independence Day. Gotta love uh, freedom, America. Uh, Jesus, America, soldiers went America, home that day and terrorists. ate chili mac and lemon bars. It's great. Yeah, my uh, I went over with to my parents' place, and my two younger brothers had uh, two of my younger brothers had bought some mortar rounds from somewhere, and they said they got them from one of those firework stands. But I'm pretty sure the stuff they had was not supposed to be operated by the uninitiated. 
in fireworks. The fireworks show at the fair did seem a little short. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think they were back there when nobody's looking to lift it? I think Sam stole some of it. Yes. Yeah. It was a nice show, but uh, I stood, like, because it was out in the driveway, and so I stood behind uh, Sam's truck so that I was able to duck behind it at a moment's notice. So uh, it was a little frightening. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. Bruce? Right. Yes, sir. Uh, my week was okay, I guess. You know, work sucked Tuesday and Wednesday and yeah. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. But, you know, it was a week. So all the days of work sucked? Yeah. Monday was nice. So, you, I mean, I've got a little bit more because I didn't have to work. I didn't have to waste my life working if, this If week. you're about to complain because you were on vacation this last week. Oh, I'm going to uh, complain. I'm not not about vacation. Show. I mean, uh, I, I sometimes complain after vacation. Because sometimes, no. When you have a kid, vacation yeah. is like it's less work. restful than work. Yes. Like okay. you go back to work to catch up. All right, on, well, on some rest. I've, I've worked this job I have now eleven years. I've never taken a vacation, so you haven't needed to because you haven't had a wife and kids telling you we're going to Banana World next week and you're going to take off work. And I really want to argue this, but I know it's going to turn into like this full blown argument thing. No, so I'm just going to let it go. I really don't care that much i mean my main complaint is like the only days i felt like really good like 100 percent, like my normal self on vacation were the days i was working the fair mm. and then i was sick like the rest of the week and like it was one of those six where you lie to yourself like i'm not getting sick no yeah. i'm just yeah. just dry air comes on slow dry air is the only reason my throat's hurting it's I, i'm not sick and then finally like thursday i'm like oh god i'm up. so <laughs> sick i've been lying all week i'm really really sick i don't know <laughs> i think i'm gonna die y'all um no, but like so, our carnival guy, who who I think we can all agree, mm. is a horrible, horrible person. Like he is not a good man. Like he is. I'm not ready to make that kind of judgment. I just don't want to do business with him. Yeah. Well, so he gives away five cent feeder fish. Like you give him five dollars, he gives you like thirty ping pong balls, and if you get one in a fish bowl, you get a five cent feeder fish, feeder goldfish. My kid got one on Saturday. Got a five cent goldfish that I'm knowing it's did it make it home alive? Not gonna, yeah, it made it home alive. Oh, nice. They moved it into an actual fish bowl. Ooh, uh, did, didn't they know it wasn't gonna live? I, more I than tried like telling a day? them this, I tried telling them this. They're like trying to find a spot for it. I'm like, guys, that fish, fish is like five cents. Like, that fish is like they sell that to sell it, like to feed to other fish. That's yeah. something that's something's food, right? Like, you're trying to keep that's, ham good forever. You can't, that's not a pet. You're gonna throw that out some that's food. Died on Wednesday night. Nice. So it yeah. made it like four days. Calvin was extremely upset. Yeah. And finally, like, he didn't want to flush it. Had he had a pet of some kind before? He has, but, like, he wasn't, like, really old enough to understand death. Like, he's had another fish. Like, okay. a beta. And he yeah. it didn't live as long as most betas. Because we bought our other kid a beta when he was, like, four. And the kid's, like, graduating high school with the fish under his arm. <laughs> But, uh, like, so he's really upset because this is the first one time that, like, it's died that, like, he can understand mm-hmm. what dead means. And then, like, we got to flush it. And I'm saluting it as we're flushing it. And, <laughs> and he's crying. Taps. Yeah. And he's really upset. And he's like, I don't want to flush it. This seems wrong. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You have to flush fish. That's what's respectful for him. That way they get a water burial. Like, if we buried him in the dirt, you're, like, insulting him because he's not a dirt animal. He's a water animal. So I didn't have to dig a hole. Couldn't just put him in the creek. It's a nice justification. Could have, but <coughs> didn't. Um, and then the last words he says to me, like that night, is, uh, "Guys, uh, I'm really upset about this, and I, I really, really don't want to talk about fish for a few days." Okay. Mm. 
we had tickets to the aquarium the next morning. <laughs> like that's where we were going. Oh, was man. the aquarium and like it was going to be like his surprise. Oh. So we weren't telling him like what the plans were. Like that was his surprise that was planned for this week. It's like the day where the, the aquarium look mm-hmm. oh, all these fish and pink ones and shit. Yeah. And so I figured I had to tell him or he was going to think it was a cruel joke. As soon as we tell him, he starts bawling. Because he thinks we're just being mean to him that we're going to the aquarium. And I'm like, no, 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 we've had this plan for like weeks, dude. I promise you, nobody's just being mean. Like, and plus you'll get to see more fish. And you like fish, right? See, I told you the other day, and I'm telling you again, you should have told him you made the trip because his fish died. Yeah, as like a, a that memorial. Was his way to make peace with the other fish. He was all right with it for a few minutes. Like a goodbye. Whoops. Sorry, that's me. Somebody yell at me because I yell at other people. Jason, you're an asshole. I said yell at me, not just yeah, speak scrap truth. the whole show that's now. That's me yelling, dude. Not speak truth. Scrap the whole thing. So, um, yeah, and then like he played this fun game at the aquarium where like you would go into and you would see like huge animals in the aquarium, and he would find the little tiny fish that are in that aquarium, like the ones that are just in there like to eat algae or whatever like mm-hmm. i don't know why they're in there they're mm-hmm. not like even listed on the stuff that's in the aquarium they're just, just filling the space i don't yeah i don't know why they're in like there. they have more. And then like he's like look a fish <laughs> and i'm like dude if you yell there's a fish every time you see a fish at this place it's gonna be a long long day mm-hmm. and then he saw the otters and they had legos and he was very upset they had legos what do you mean they had legos they had legos they had like mega blocks like little kids legos like the otters were putting Legos together and they building had le- things? They had Legos to play with. What do you mean? I don't know. They had Legos to play with. What were they doing with them? They weren't. They were playing with rocks when we were there. Stupid otters. <laughs> uh, it's like kids. <laughs> uh, I was going to say cats. You can buy a cat like a giant you know, tree thing to climb on and it just wants to play with the box. But no, and like he would do this thing where like he would just like lay down. The otter would just like lay down and act like he was just asleep. Until people left, and then when a whole new group got there, when like 10, 15 more people got there, then he would get up and start doing cute stuff, so everybody's like, oh, look at the otter, And then when he's tired of those people, he'd lay back down. (laughs) They would leave, and then he'd get up and do another show. Um, So, yeah, that happened. I was upset about the jug band. Uh, They did not play a single jug band song, and none of you guys got that joke either. Shit. Nobody got it at the aquarium either, so don't feel bad. In the 80s, there was a Christmas special made by Jim Henson and the Muppets about Emmett, Brand, Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas special where all of the otters played in an old-timey jug band. And it was a Christmas special. It was very popular from like 81 to 85. Yeah, Bruce and I were born in the 80s. So. Yeah. But they replayed I, it. I was born in those years every you just year. said. I even asked the lady in the gift shop, like, do y'all have a CD of the jug band music played by the otters? and. She just gave me this look like, you're crazy, and had like the button like half mm-hmm. pushed yeah. for security. Had, she, like she had this, the, the clear shield pulled off, ready to push the button. Here, then, you you, you can take comfort in the fact that the one person who got that joke thinks it's hilarious. No. Nope. Like they're still laughing at it. Amy heard it, and she's like, you're still trying this otter thing? No, it's I mean like, like like who are listening now. Oh, I doubt it. There's there's one person out there who, who who's laughing his ass off right now. And, and, then, and uh, it is not Harlan. <laughs> went to a theme park. And I was sick all week, so had fluid in my ear. So every time I got off a ride, I continued to be on that ride for the next 20 minutes while waiting for the next ride. That's awesome. That's like a bonus. No. It's like no. free rides. No. Like you're just standing mm-hmm. there and you're still on nope. the ride. Uh-uh. Nope. That's not a bad thing either. Jason's complaining about all these awesome things that have been happening. Nope. Anyway. No, and we went on July 5th, which while I'm there sitting in a bench trying not to puke, uh... 
Uh, somebody puts up a meme on Reddit about July 5th, the best day to go to an amusement park, and then the entire thread is full of people saying, no, I worked at an amusement park. It's the worst day. It's the second busiest day of the year. Don't do that. No, mm. don't go today. And then I'm looking around. I was like, oh, that's why we've only rode two things and waited in line all day is because everybody and their mom's here. Got it. Mm. And then we just gave up and went to the water park. How was that? Packed? Uh, Jazz tried to kill me about four times. Well, other than that, it was fine. Like, I can't swim. She knows that. Like by drowning or... She kept flipping me out Stabbing. of the tubes. Like, I'm on the laser, lazy river trying to figure out how to float. At some point, I managed to float because I stole another inner tube. <laughs> it took two inner tubes to float my fat ass. <laughs> okay. Uh, probably because I don't know how to do it. You don't know how to float? Floating is, like, I don't know how to literally the, the easiest thing in the world. You just do nothing. I don't know how to get on the inner tube, I think is my point. Like, every time I tried to get on the inner tube, like, other people... You put it under your it ass. It would capsize, and it was, like only three foot of water but when your head hits the bottom and you don't know which way's up and you can't swim and your head's still spinning you start panicking calvin went calvin flipped off his and like panicked he all you have to do is sit it. up to not drown and, and you're panicking yeah i mean oh, like okay. in my head like i'm not flailing or anything yet <laughs> i hate the water park <clears throat> water parks are the reason i don't want to go to amusement parks Mwah. when i was in uh when i was in high school like the last semester I was leaving in June. Did you go that, down a water slide and your trunks come off and everybody no, make fun of you? I was leaving in June that year uh, for basic training, so I thought I needed to spend some time with, with my wife and my girlfriend. So I got season tickets to that. Both of them at the same time? Damn, that sounds dangerous. Yeah, nice. I wasn't married at the time. Uh, so were we talking about the same person? Yes. Okay. So oh. I, got, I got season tickets to, uh, to the big, the big uh, amusement park on the boardwalk here in town. You know yeah, I know what like you mean. Yeah. So... Uh, we we would go there. Wait, on the boardwalk. I don't. I'm, I, I don't just. I just know the one. It's like yeah. Oh, you're throwing people off the trail. Got well, it. Got it. Not We're working good. anymore. No, I got sure. it now. So I. Uh, so we would go because we went a lot, like that last semester of high school, and then like part of the summer. But every time we go, we ride like a ride, and then she just wanted to go to the water park. Yeah. And so we would go. But not to like ride things at the water park, just to go just to the giant the pool and get out a chair and an umbrella with the thousands of people that are surrounding this pool. Hmm. That seems so boring. And I, I hated it. And I got to the point where I dreaded going to amusement parks. And I still Carlin do. starts bringing his work with him. Like he's going yeah. to the amusement park with his <laughs> laptop. And like I, I still dread going because there's going to be a water park and that's where we're going to end up. And it's not like the fun water park. It's just we're going to go sit by a pool. And he's talking to the lifeguard oh, like they're I a mean, waiter. Hey, is, you got some place I can plug in? Hey, and can I get another latte when you get a minute? At least there are like, you know, several dozen mostly naked women. That's That's got to help. And girls. Not in this town. It's oh. not. It's not. No. Mm-mm. State fair mm-hmm. material is what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. No, because the ones you're thinking of are the ones that go to the water park and they're like super conservatively dressed and mm-hmm. like the the yeah. No. So the ones you want to see half naked are never half naked. Yeah. The ones that you want to put on more clothes, like some sort of a winter yeah, the ski ones out suit there in the string bikini, or the ones in the string bikini, yes. like Barat, like wearing that thing. Yes, that's how I remember it. I could see that. Yeah, that makes sense, actually. But I have a kid now, so maybe my next trip to an amusement park, like, the kid will want to ride stuff and not just sit by a pool, so that'll work. There you go. Well, like, Jazz's thing is she likes the water slides, like the ones you get in the tubes and go through Yeah, but that's like a ride. Like, you're doing fun stuff. It's a ride. I agree. Yeah. But, like, some of them, like, are, like, two men, like, 
double like donut things and then she'll just hop out when we hit the deep end of the pool and like flip me over and then <laughs> laugh at me while I'm flailing trying to get up and awesome cuz they had that they had that one that was like it was like a giant funnel that's you know yeah about? that yeah. was there i saw it and i was like and, no and way they just they just throw you like on your tube like into this giant funnel it's a blast i saw that happening i remember i can't swim like i'm not it's if I die there, it's on nobody but me, because I have no business being you're not gonna, over there. You're not gonna drown in the funnel. I don't the know. The water's that. not deep enough. I don't. I don't know that. Like it dumps you out di- into the pool, but then you have a tube. Died in the lazy river. <laughs> like in two and a half foot of water. Like I saw the light, my life flash before my eyes, and I was like, "That's where I left that sandwich. I better go get that when I get home if I make it out of this." <laughs> it's got to be drawn some animals I have no strong opinions on water parks I like them I guess I do have a phobia of the rides where like six people sit in a big person tube yeah. there was one of those because <coughs> one time was when I was young I went on one of those and there were a bunch of like I guess high school kids or whatever and they were trying to flip it oh, like yes. while we were going down oh, the thing unlike the sides of the, yeah. I seriously thought I was going to die I was like I, yeah. five yeah I think if you come out of that thing you're definitely dead yeah, yeah. so uh, I don't do those but everything else is fine yeah, uh, I I much prefer like roller coasters. Like I love. Roller oh coasters. yeah, 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 yeah. Like I would spend all day in there, but like other people like doing the water park stuff. So I'm like, all right, let's go die. There's a really nice water park in uh, Atlanta, or very near Atlanta. I don't know if it's in Atlanta. And there's a Six Flags right outside Atlanta. If that's what you're talking about. It, well, I mean, I haven't been in probably ten years to this place. It wasn't a Six Flags then. Oh. I'm trying to think of the name of it. It's been Six Flags since I was a little tiny kid. White water. Something, shit, I don't remember. Anyway, it's it's just this entire theme park of like water rides. It's great. Like I mean, I I literally like they have a fixed wing Cedar Rapids. Is that a thing? That's that's in Ohio. Oh, that's not it. But they have a fixed wing roller coaster that goes like zero to sixty, and like your feet are dangling, and like there's corkscrews and spins, and people are terrified of it. And I'm giggling the whole time. I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> you put me on a water ride that's got three foot of water at the end. I was like, shit, I'm gonna die. This this is the end of my life. Why am I on this thing? I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. It's just got one little bump, and then you just flash. It's like for kids, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. White like, knuckling like, like it the whole Like you're scaring way. the children? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> There's a monster on the raft. There's a monster on the edge of the raft. Anyway, and then the aquarium. Amy made us go to some restaurant where they make fun of you, and then like the entire time, I'm like, that's a lame joke, dude. I could have done better. My kid was wearing an alligator shirt, and he made the Florida alligator joke, and was like, hashtag too soon. I was like, no, I made that joke two hours ago. <laughs> like, that's, no. I would really like to work in a place like that, though. Dude, like, you would like, lose like, your voice like so fast. Like, that would be an ideal like, like part, job for me, because I just love shit-talking people. Well, like, part of, like, the job is apparently being as loud as possible. So, like, these dudes are, like, loud-talking to a degree where you can hear them all like over yelling? the restaurant. Like, like, yell-talking. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like a somebody in the army yelling at... Yes, somebody under very them much so just getting up and screaming in their face. Not or? screaming, like like telling you what food there is and calling you dummy in a very loud manner, yeah. okay. but while talking. I get it. Just like overly aggressive. Basically. But like that's the only thing. It's like I can never work there because I I had no longer have a voice. Huh. And then like when they give you the credit card slip to sign, they they gave me a sharpie to sign it. <laughs> so I signed it with one of Calvin's crayons. And then I think the ultimate joke is for me to call. The bank and be like, that was signing crayon. Are you serious? You took that? <laughs> you took a, you took some signing crayon you, you, from me. You should have done really? that. Really? Well, I, I got to wait a day or two. Like, it ain't going to be funny unless, like, 
and then give him an extra good tip that gets taken back, just mm-hmm. so he knows. Mm-hmm. No, but so you went to a place where the whole part of going there is that they make fun of you. Yes. And then he got mad when they made and fun. And then of you them. got mad and are trying to take vengeance upon them. I didn't, no, I didn't get mad. I just don't think they did a good enough job. Like the name of the place is Dick something or another, and then so like ninety percent of their jokes are like the name of Dick's related. And uh, yeah, I just you know, like I'm just paying you to make fun of me. I expect to be made fun of in new and entertaining ways. Like you're gonna make fun of me because I look like a redneck. Okay, yeah, no, I am. Like I live on Pikey Mountain. Well, dude, they don't. I mean, they don't know you. <laughs> they just met you for the first time. I was gonna say. I don't know. I figured I was paying for new ammunition. To use against me, and I was going to come give it to y'all. Mm. So you thought they would have like new and inventive jokes that you've I never did. heard before? They do it for a living. They get paid to make fun of people. this is just a restaurant where these yeah. people are just. Servers. I'm imagining they don't get paid. Not getting well paid enough. money to write like, jokes. They're not Comedy Central people. Just want to do their job. True. True. I mean, they, he made a hat for everyone. My hat said that I have nine hundred dollars of temporary tattoos. <laughs> I was like, fair. <laughs> see, that's funny. Fair. That's funny, Harlan. Jazz dyes her hair with Smurf Pete. That's what it was, is he took it personally, <coughs> and then everything else that they said, he just... But no. I didn't, but that's he not was, that he was already He was already turned off. That was hilarious. But if that's I not that, that personal. Like, I get... Like, I'm covering tattoos. Like, I, like nobody's going to think that those aren't temporary tattoos. That's why it's funny. Really? Yes. Because those are clearly not temporary tattoos. I, I think maybe, like, the point is, is, like, I want him to be hurt. Like, I wanted him to find the soul of my being. He doesn't know you! at it. Yeah, I've been trying to point. hurt you for ten years and I haven't done it. That's a good point. I just I drill a little deeper each time. I'm gonna get there one day, nah. and then when I do, I'm gonna go to this restaurant and tell every server there your deepest, darkest secrets. And then we're just gonna go there for I'm lunch, not, like one day, back. five years yeah, from now, no. and every single server in the place is gonna hit you, and you're gonna leave crying. I'm never going back. The food wasn't that good. Like well, my hamburger I mean, fell you know, apart. You're, you're paying for the. I had to wear a hat for the for the show i guess and then they played what does the fox say on the tv Uh, like super loud uh that was that was that was the real horrible experience and then uh i bet that made you feel bad and then i met chuck peronic that was nice awesome he signed the new book for me and And i got one that you had him sign for me thank you very much for that that is a fantastic gift i will uh well, you it. got me one when you saw him in Nashville. I did. And so we had plans on that, but my my main plan was to also still, like, you had him sign an inflatable pencil. Yes. My main plan That's was great. to somehow steal that inflatable pencil without you noticing. And you tried. Very hard. You came over that day, and, like, you were all looking around for it. I didn't know what you were doing. I thought you were, I, I don't know, in, inspecting the foundation of my place to make sure yeah, it was safe I looked as hard everywhere. as you were looking. looked everywhere. Like, like... Like, I'm trying to, like, keep the conversation going. I was like, uh-huh. And then what'd she say? You kept distracting me by pointing at other things. What's that over, What's there? over there? And then I'm, like, Tell like me the story opening of this drawers. Thing. I'm like, like Jason, oh. I've had this my whole life. You know what go. this is. What? Did I just see a mouse run behind the couch? You ought to go look. And then I'm, like, <laughs> ruffling through your, like, stuff. Couldn't find it. I would have been afraid to do that at Bruce's place. Either because something might be booby-trapped or I might find something I didn't want to find. See, Harlan's so, a smart man. Oh, I want to find everything. There's, I can't think of anything you possibly have. I but I knew you were coming over, so all that stuff was well hid. Dude, I had no idea you kept hookers' heads. Me too. High five. <laughs> Fist bump. So, now that we've uh, spent longer have two fridges? <laughs> on introductions than our Eastern Star chapter. You did have two fridges, um, right? This this is the kind of man who rocks two fridges. That's a partier. That's a that is, I want to live the kind of life he's living with two fridges. Like, I don't know what's in both fridges. Well, one's for the heads. Yeah, the no, it's a really food. good thing you didn't open. No matter what happens, you got two fridges. That's a party lifestyle. You're living at peak 
operating efficiency. I'm surprised you didn't ask why one was locked. Did not. No. I, I can never live up to it. I, as soon as we left, I'm like, Amy, you know we got to go buy another fridge this weekend, right? <laughs> All right. Let's move on. So the, uh, the elephant in the room about how was our weeks mm. is uh, mm. some of our brothers down south didn't have such a great week. And up north. Well, yes, and up north. That was that wasn't this week. That was the week before. No, it, was this, but, it was this week. Well, even if it was, was it? we didn't talk I about it. Yeah. We didn't get to it last week because we <clears throat> did a whole show about the fair mm-hmm. again. Sorry. Like we're burnt out from doing two fairs. Sorry, Our audience is burnt out from hearing listening. Two right, right, shows. right, right. <laughs> Dude, like I said last week, we gave him an actual afterlife. If we had had lodge that day. That's what the conversation would have been. You guys just sat in on us at a table after lodge. I'm pretty sure last show had less had the least amount of comments on Reddit of any show we've ever done. Not that it was well, a bad show. One read, of them was but, like one of them uh, was by me. They read the show notes. Yeah. And then said, yeah, ah, I'm not bothered like, by the same guy. Listen. Yeah, I don't blame them. So uh, I, mean, I haven't listened it's, to either. It's, it's, it's what sure we do, and it is a central part of the Afterlodge experience, so you're getting it, period. Yes. So um, in my book, which I'll talk about later when we discuss cashing in on the craft, uh, I point <laughs> out that doing two fairs close together is central to having an Afterlodge method. Close no, together? It's I don't central know to having together. an Afterlodge uh, explosion. That's yeah. what it's central I don't know to. Close together. Nope. It's my book. Okay. Anyway, right. we'll move on right. to uh, the more pertinent thing at hand first. Yeah, so you guys want to start with a uh, guy on national television saying magic words? or Go for it. Well, it starts with a guy on television who is from Minnesota speaking on... Uh, I, I can see the name, but I don't know. I have a clue how to say it. Do you, either one of you remember his name? The uh, gentleman who got shot in Minnesota? No. Who had a concealed carry, and like I, I don't know, I wasn't there. I don't know exactly what happened, but by all reports, like this guy is not a criminal. He works at an elementary school. He had a license to carry a firearm, which mm-hmm. means he's definitely not a felon. And like everybody at the school is saying, he was like a really upstanding guy. His uncle is uh, the district deputy grandmaster of a Prince Hall district in Minnesota. And uh, he was killed in a traffic stop for a broken taillight. Um, I am not going to weigh in on any of that stuff. I have no idea. I wasn't there. I have suspicions that somebody got scared and or nervous or accidentally because there was a gun in his presence that he told them about, supposedly, as soon as they come up, like you're supposed to when you have CCW. I would really, really hope that's what it was. But, like... All of the reports coming out after the fact, like, you're a cop, you stop somebody, you don't know who they are. Like, I get that, but all the reports coming out afterwards is he was not a criminal, he was not, you know, a guy who would do something other than take the ticket and maybe groan about the ticket and pay the ticket. He worked for an elementary school, was not a felon, winds up dead. Uh, The next day, his mother and uh, uncle are on CNN. His uncle is, like I said, the district deputy of one of the districts. Says some magic words on that that is a call for assistance, and uh, a lot of people lost their mind on it on Reddit, and a lot of people are wanting to know where to send money, which I understand, and I think some people are wanting to, you know, get their firearms and fly up there, because that's worded that's a little different in most jurisdictions. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. uh, and then you got a lot of people that are mad at him for asking for help like this on national television. 
and saying that he shouldn't have done that, that this isn't a life or death situation of immediate need and um, that... You know who will answer the call? The Masonic Police Department. They would if they were legitimate. And I got to say, like, my first thing is, like, okay, what do I do? Like, I, okay, let's, yeah. you know, let's do something because that's in my, like, in, like... Whether he used it correctly or not, like, he gets a pass on that because his nephew just got killed. So, like, he's not maybe, am I right or wrong on that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, He's he's under duress. If he used it wrong, he's still under duress in his mind, and maybe he used it wrong, maybe he didn't. But I don't think that's something you should be calling him out on unless he's literally saying that, and here's my GoFundMe page. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if it's clear that – but he didn't never ask for money, like, when people contact. Like, he's not – and I think what everybody on Reddit missed, what he really wanted when he said that was for everybody that heard those magic things that we know is to just start paying attention. Like, I think that's really what he wanted. It wasn't like a fly up here with your AK-47s and we're going to war. It was a start watching and listening and looking at all of the little stuff that maybe you've been ignoring because you're not a person who pays attention to this kind of stuff. Maybe you don't think it's a big deal. Just, and that's what I took from it. I think that's what he wanted for the most part was to call that segment of the population who for the most part are going to be good men and just men. And I'm not saying there's not bad apples, but there's also going to be cops and there's going to be lawyers and there's going to be politicians in that group. And like, I think that's what he wanted was these people that he knows at the core are a good group. Pay attention to this so that if there's injustice that maybe if you can do something in the future, you do it. As opposed to, like, wanting money and or people to fly there or, like, I really believe that's what he wanted. But he failed because, like, that's not what the argument on Reddit was about. It was about, like, whether he was worthy of assistance. We don't know. We don't have the cop story. Well, that's, like, later down the road. Like, that's an immediate thing. Like, I don't check your dues card. It's also irrelevant. Well, yeah. But, like, whenever you say those words, like, I don't check your dues card. Like, I'm right. not giving you help right now. We'll sort that stuff out later. But the help isn't, like, going to war against the cops because your nephew got, like, and I don't think that's what he was asking for. Like, I think he just wanted everybody to look and listen, not only to that, but to, like, everything like yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, what did you all get out of it? I mean, he never came out, as far as I know, asking for anything, did he? No. And then, like, when he was contacted, like, way later, and, like, with people wanting to give him money. Right. He's like, well, we're going to have a barbecue at such and such yeah, lodge as a fundraiser for his family. Like, if you have to money. give money, there it is. I think, like, his fiance set up, like, a go for, like, I don't know. Like, but, like, he wasn't, like, upfront with the money. If it was right. somebody that was wanting money, I feel like that's the immediate thing is now. Here's how you give me money. Like, he really didn't do that. It was only after he was contacted and, like, people were like, hey, what do I do? What do I, like. And then people were talking about, like, organizing, like, the help coming from his lodges in his area. Like, I don't think that's the kind of help he wanted, guys. Like, I think he just wanted you to pay attention. And then you did. And you paid attention to the wrong damn thing. (sighs) Or it could have just been nothing at all. And he's grieving. And That's possible, too. a very prominent mason... Just you're, a you're cry for an, help. Well, not even a cry for help. It was just an expression of exasperation, which in some jurisdictions, that's a thing. 
I would agree with, but he made a point of it because they were ending the interview and he said, I've just got one more thing to say. And then that's when he dropped it. Like he wanted to make sure he got that out there and he had a look on his face like, am I really going to do this? Yep, I'm doing this. Like you could see it cross his mind before he said it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's possible that he was just saying that or whatever, but. No, I think you have it right. I think he said it because, you know, he just wants anybody who can do something to do something. The problem. And if not, just pay attention, if nothing is, else. Is that gets around to people in lodges in our area, not so much the Reddit crowd, but just in general. And the general assumption in this area is, you know, it's the police, and if they killed you, you deserved it. So. Which, and, and I think, like, and I think he's a smart enough man to realize that. And maybe he thought if he said it, if he framed it in this manner, that you would give him, like, some respect as a Mason, and you would just look and listen. And withhold judgment, and and just... Like, like, I don't know. Like, maybe the cop's 100% right. And maybe this dude's just, like, serious and grieving. But I don't think anybody in America is going to do wrong by just paying a little bit of attention to stuff like this. Because this is becoming a serious problem in this country. And then, like, two hours later, some dude shoots up a bunch of Dallas cops. One of which was our our absolute brother. Yeah. Who had a new wife. Yep. Those guys that I hung out with while I was down in Dallas a few weeks ago, one of them, like, where all that happened was that that's his beat. Like that's yeah. And that's not going to help anything ever. No, that's actually going to make it far worse in the coming weeks and months, maybe even years, because now every police department across the country, mm-hmm. this is their case for, we need more guns and we're going to be more. Well, no, that cops are going to be more nervous because now yeah, they definitely feel nervous. like they got a, a, a target on their back. They're going to so be more, more people are going to die themselves. and more, more of the, the victims of those deaths are going to want to retaliate in like manner. And it, I just see this spiraling and all kinds of bad things. And, I mean, we've got, you know, a guy grieving in Minnesota over this, this shit who is our brother. And then we've got our actual brother who has been killed in Dallas over this. Like, what? A, and, you know, you could feel for both of them. Um, and I think the last thing that we as Freemasons need to do is be choosing sides like there shouldn't be sides like that's part of the problem is that there's sides guys like there shouldn't be sides but there can't be an open and honest discourse about this particular subject at least not here because we've tried it uh in this lodge in particular and it blows up very quickly because you can't have an honest discussion about the status of policing in america or race relations or, or whatever but that's part of the problem yes and, and um, I mean, look, I respect cops. I think most cops are excellent people, but there do needs to be some kind of addressment upon the issue of black dudes are getting killed disproportionately a lot of times by cops in a lot of areas. And a lot of times when, when it's the straw that breaks the camel's back, you know, you can pick apart that guy and say, well, he, he had this wrong. Like this wasn't a good guy, but it's not about that guy. It's about the 20 before that guy. Yeah. But this is, and I keep swearing. I'm sorry, Harlan. I just keep giving you more work. I apologize. But this isn't like a new phenomenon. It's, it's not. just a new thing that people are hearing about. It's, but it's it's not. I mean, this is it's went on to an extent. On I forever. think 
I think camera phones is what's caused this well, current yeah. issue. Is you've got more to go on than the official police department report at the end of it all. You've got videos and social media and and it's not slowing down and it's it's not getting better. <laughs> and then you have two in a week that are filmed and are you know, get a ton of attention and we have brothers on both sides and yes. you know, and now we've got calls on the subreddit about what do we need to do about this? Well, we don't need to do any. We can't do anything as Freemasons except be but Freemasons. We, right, but that that is something that can be done affirmatively. Part of that means having the the working tools, i.e. a level head and the ability to reason and and be we sh- Freemasonry as an institution has no part of this. Freemasons as individuals absolutely do. Mhm. We as have a responsibility in our in our respective communities. If nobody else can be the level-headed dude, like that's our job. Yeah, that's that's who Absolutely. we're supposed to be. And what's bothering me is, at least in our neck of the woods, the most unlevel-headed folks about these kind of issues are the guys in the square and compass hat with with their their masonry license plate next yes. to the truck nuts and the rebel flag and the, the yes. whole yes. Um. And that's not being. Well, it's not what we should. So maybe the first thing you can do is, as has been mentioned everywhere else, is maybe start in your own lodge and let that proliferate. But I don't even know how to start in my life. Like, I don't know how to change. Like, I don't want to call somebody out. But I mean, you know, the guys I'm talking about, there's guys who. Yes. If this dude had like saved 15 little children's lives and was killed by the cops, they're still going to think the cops were in the right. He did yeah. something wrong. Yeah, it it should have been driving while black with a gun. I mean, are you kidding me? The, but the, the, the type of thing you're talking about changing, you're, you're talking about somebody's beliefs. It's so core to who they are. It's, you're not going to change it. I'm not trying to change anyone's belief. I'm trying to change the approach that people take. See, but hang on. But, but they I can't, can't they, that can't change unless their belief changes. But I can't no, believe no, that. No, because my beliefs are, are somewhat unshakable. But that doesn't mean that I can't approach things with a level head and, and hear folks out, entertain an idea without accepting it. Yeah, but like, you're like not the, talking about that high of a level of ignorance. Yeah, but see, which I, is what I it is. I have a me that's, personally. That's something that's ingrained in them that's not in you, and yeah. you're talking about acting a certain way towards something. Because there's there's no level heads in this this discussion on either side. It's it's you have you have people of color all over the country convinced that the cops are out to get them everywhere. Well, when and, and it, it's, I think a lot of them have level heads because they see that it's not everybody. Right, but it's, it's it's true in isolated incidents that somebody is out to get you. Yeah, but you paint the whole the whole brush that way. And on the flip side, you've got the the all the the memes going all over social media for me here with people in our fraternity locally, with the yeah look at those Black Lives Matter cowards who are running the other way when the shots stop firing. Like, uh, who were they expecting to protect them then, assholes? And it's like, really, guys? Like, are we? Right. And then the the whole Twitter thing blowing up with the with the other side of the equation with the. The police you got what you deserve now <laughs> and like it it's just insanity on all sides yeah like it, it, and that kind of division is just gonna lead to more problems yes it, it's only gonna get worse as we saw in dallas 
and I do not expect that to be the last time that happens. No, um, I agree. Now, now that it's out there, it's like school shootings. Yes, nobody was shooting up school shootings. A couple people shot up a couple schools, and they're like, "Oh, that's something we could do." Yeah, let's do that. Let's shoot up some schools. Never mind the way that the uh, the Dallas Police Department dispatched the attacker that was holed up with a robot and a bomb. That that's a whole other discussion that I don't even know that we have time for. Well, like that's terrifying to me, but like, but. What I'm gonna what I'm gonna choose to believe is they were not thinking clearly because no. a bunch of I their mean, brothers yeah, had been like, killed that night, and yeah, this is what we're doing to solve this problem. It's friends and brothers, be solved. yes, and 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 I can. I would like to believe if 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 they were removed from the situation a hair, they'd be like, ah, let's not blow up a guy with a bomb. That's uh, yeah, that's a new precedent. And, and I I'd like to believe that too. I don't, but the problem is the precedent's been set. Yeah, it's now and it's now on the table, and if nothing, you can now nothing, blow people up a bomb. It's now a thing they do, yeah. right? Nothing comes of that. That's going to become... It's the further militarization of the police, which... I mean, at some point, we have to face... Plays its own role in this whole mess. Well, it's the war on drugs. Like, I lead it all. Yes. I'm going super libertarian, but you lead it all back to the war on drugs. You need yes. all this stuff because of the war on drugs. Yes. The war on your, drugs. Your local police yeah. department of 20 officers needs a tank because of heroin. Yes. Well, cocaine in the 80s is where it started. Right. Because you but, could flush, well, flush $100,000 of cocaine before they our, could get inside the door. Our town didn't get a tank until heroin got big. So We were on the waiting list for yes. like 15 years. Um, but the fact that you can't tell the difference between our troops deployed overseas and local law enforcement on the streets of your town... Just based on the way they're dressed and equipped, you can't tell the difference. Well, but then the counter argument to that is, is well, I don't feel like they're an occupying force. Like when I see them, I'm not afraid of them. Yes, well, but I'm if white. you're but if you're a black guy, yes, who's had a mistreatment by some cop who should have never been a cop, well, it could have just been one. But now, like your whole neighborhood is is then like, you see yeah. a guy dressed like a soldier, you're gonna have a much different view. Like if I saw a cop walking down my street dressed like a soldier, I'm like, who y'all looking for? He may be hiding over here. Should I check my garage? You want me to get my twenty two? Right. But if I'm a black guy, I'm like, shit, they may be coming for me. If you've had one instance or know of somebody who's been mistreated by a shitty cop, which they do exist, sorry guys, but there are a few shitty cops. There's shitty people in every profession. But then, it, it, so then it turns into like let's let's massacre the police in Dallas, and, and as I said, that's the spiral. Like that's the spark because yeah. I see it coming in the weeks to come. I'm sure at the city council meeting I'll be at this week. Our police chief will be talking about it and and probably holding his hand out for how we need bigger guns or something because. If this happens it, here, we need, because yeah, like now, I need to have a bomb. So now the police are nervous, as they should be, because if I was a cop, I would be, I would, I would be like nervous as hell. Yeah, yes. absolutely. And but the problem is, I would then be more quick to exercise deadly force than I might have been last week, because your life's going to feel more in danger. And and so, but then that that's going to lead to more of these incidents, which is going to lead more guys to want to retaliate that way. And and just like I was saying a minute ago. Where does it sit? Does it end with the race wars in the 60s? Is that a 70s, I think so. 80s? Because we've had this cycle several mm, times. Not as bad as they were in the 60s. I think, uh, I think there, was, there was the whole thing with uh, with Los Angeles. That was in the 90s, wasn't it? That was the Rodney King thing. Yeah. yeah. That was um, the mid-90s. But those were like bad, but they weren't like 60s bad. Like 60s bad, like you burnt cities. Yes. <laughs> like they burnt, like those were way worse than the Rodney King's. And I, you know, yeah, I, I think this is where this ends, and and where we don't want it to go, it is like to a Black Panther situation yeah. where it may not be the Black Panthers, it may be some other group where where you have 
a paramilitary force whose sole job is to be aggressive towards cops and you know and i don't uh i'm more relevant to the show uh and in our fraternity i don't like where i see this going in the halls of our lodges because there are folks like me who have been on the record for a very long time at the lodge not mm-hmm. the official record but the after lodge record mm-hmm. everybody knows no. Harlan's the guy that sits there and, and, and goes on his rants about I should be able to tell the difference between the cop walking my street and the guy fighting Al-Qaeda, but I can't. Yeah. And and so there's this attitude like, oh, Harlan hates the police. He does defense work and bails out the criminals and right. talks about they shouldn't have so many right. guns. And and then uh, and then when, when the feelings start striking home here, which a few more police shootings, which are, are bound to happen now, that's just that. I mean, it's, I hate to see it, but there's no way to, yeah, but a few more of those and then temper start flaring and then, and then it's disrupting like our place at the lodge, this stuff, this stuff reaches into every aspect of our lives. I mean, it, policing is, is a, it's like a core everyday function. Even when you don't know that it's happening, like you're right. driving down the interstate, like there's law enforcement there. It, it's well, even if they're not there, the reason assholes like me aren't doing 180 and yeah. putting your life in, is because I think there might be a cop around this next bend. Like, right. and and everybody in this lodge has a brother or for, we've got several members. Like everybody knows knows the police somewhere, and so it it it's just a way that people's tempers are going to get flaring even hotter. <coughs> and when tempers start flaring, common sense starts going out the window, and the very thing that distinguishes us as Freemasons is out the door. Like our our ability to be, I guess the the civic leaders the. The, the guys who think things through, reason, and I'm logic, not, all like, of that. Straight blaming the cops either. Whenever well, I, they have a shooting that's questionable, like I understand ninety percent of their life, a working yeah. life, is dealing with the scumbags of society. So eventually, everybody you meet while you're at work, you're just automatically on the assumption this dude's a scumbag. Yes, and I understand that. But it's and the in same. any case, there is never ever an excuse for firing on the police. Like I, I want to, I probably should have said that at the beginning. Oh yeah. That's retarded. in case you didn't get yeah. this far. You don't because we, we jumped right into the, to the militarization of the police. We might, we might've skipped that, not hit it as heavy mostly because I didn't feel like we have to, that, that there's, there's just no excuse for that no, ever. There's not. Um, that's, if you have problems with the police, there are other ways you solve that. Political change. Like you don't shooting. The police is never, that is, that is the way not to approach ever going to, nullify or help the problem that is well, i mean plus it's that's it's, true but the the people you're talking about harlan they don't they don't feel that's an option correct no, i understand that and that's part of the problem because but that's part of the problem they it's, feel the police are killing them yes yeah. and no amount of talking or or holding a picket sign or talking to your congressman you know none of that is level it's how, not how, made how, a difference how, how till now uh exactly and this I, is 2016 I, I, this is in the 60s it's feeling a lot more like the '60s every day. Yeah, <laughs> but you're you're it's, doing the what we go back to, I guess. I mean, what 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 you're protesting with the whole Black Lives Matter movement is the the overuse of force and the selective use of force. So responding to that with the same kind of thing that's been thrown at you, like I get why you'd want to do that. Mm-hmm. I can't guarantee that if if I was if I was a black man and lived in a community where this was an issue, I can't guarantee I wouldn't view one of those guys. Right. But that being said, it, it, if if you take the logical, somewhat let's calm our heads approach, which is what I'm advocating on all sides, is everyone needs to calm 
down. I think what Harlan <laughs> wants to say here is calm your tits. Everyone yes. calm your tits. Calm them. Calm them. But it's hard to do when you feel like you're backed in a corner. I totally agree. And that yes. see, and and that's my whole point. That's the time that's, that's when it's the most important the to do that. It, it, I mean, no, I, y'all are right. Yeah. But I'm saying when that fight or flight turns on, mm-hmm. there's no yeah. calm. Totally agree. You can't control it. That's animal brain. That's the middle of your brain. Totally agree. Your outside brain shuts down. The guy in Dallas, though, did not have flight or fight. Well, he I mean, set up an ambush. Yeah. Like, right. like, that's not like he probably has hurt his cause more yeah. than any other individual. For sure. And he did it. Like, not, I don't want to say level-headed. Rationally. But, but he did he it rationally it in his head. Yeah. And oh, yeah, that uh, was the biggest mistake anybody yep. associated with... I mean, with, the, the Donald Trump types, That's he's going to be the guy that gets held up on on the on the ban- the war banners for a decade to come. Yes. Like, that's... Yeah. And, and I think we as Masons need to strive to be Masons. Which means not getting drug into, especially in social media. And when I say that, I know I'm talking to some of you. I'm mostly picks, talking to guys at our own lodge. Picks and quarrels. Yes. Like, there's an issue. and We can talk about it. We should talk about it. We're supposed to be the civic leaders in our communities. But we need to act that way and stop posting stupid shit. Yes. I think that's mostly what I'm getting at. If you can't not do that, maybe th- these kind of issues or these times then, are a good time for you to, then to log maybe out. Maybe it's a time for you to just go back to bashing Hillary or Trump or whatever side of the thing you're on and not talk. Like, just keep it in politics and not talk about things or that don't. Well, I don't want you to do that either. Like, I don't want you to do that. But I would rather you do that than, than be on social media talking about how, uh, you know, well, they killed six cops. No wonder they're getting, you know, I've seen some crazy stuff over the past few days. Oh yeah, well, and and I I have too, but I'm not gonna go repost some of that stuff. Some of the conspiracy things going on are absolutely crazy, but um, that's that's the internet. It's what it's there for. You can consume it, yeah, but don't contribute. Mm. Well, that's the problem, though. Is is you have people that have become internet users past the age where everything we read on the internet we totally believed was 100% fake like we had to go break out an encyclopedia to look up a true fact from the internet to see if we could really believe it or not right yeah and now you got people go to facebook and that's where they get their news from yep and that's the people who are saying things is they're getting their news from this super like one-sided article Written by the Star Times. Oh, it's not Fox a real News. newspaper. Their, their headline is is fair and balanced. <sighs> oh. They couldn't they couldn't well, publish anything that's not fair and balanced. That would be false advertising. And one of the things that really bothers me is is like a whole lot of people are just one side of like like it's a whole lot of people believe you can't believe that cops basically are good people, but there's a problem with them killing black people all the time right now. And that problem needs to be addressed without saying you're saying all cops are bad. I'm not saying maybe it's the system. Maybe it's not even all cops. Maybe it's not even the people. Maybe it's just the way the system's set up. Maybe the, but there's something going on where, like, cops can be, like, you can hold both things. Like, cops in general can be good, like, people who are doing everything for the right reasons. But there could also be a problem that needs to be addressed. Sorry. But everything here is people. Like, people are f***ups. We just are. 
Yeah. I'm sorry that I just used the F word again, but I'm having trouble not. And I apologize to you for that. But like you, like all of these systems are made by people. There could be problems. You can believe that everybody has the best intentions, but there's still problems that need to be addressed. If you stop addressing problems, then then you give up. Right. So, like, um, I guess the, the the bottom line is that we don't need to be involved as Masons in fanning the flames of war, which is essentially what I'm seeing right now. I'm seeing it a lot too. Um, it's very and we should be to the ones throwing water on those flames, not fanning them. Because no I can totally yeah. like I can totally have like I don't know what condolences. Sorry, like I can totally feel for the guy empathy. In, in empathy for the guy's uncle who's our brother. And I especially feel for our brother who's now dead on opposite sides of this issue. That doesn't mean that. Yeah. And what I've, what I've actually found too, at least in my limited scope is we're talking about sides of this issue. And most of the cops I talk to don't have a side on this issue. Like the people who are taking sides, like I'm on the cop sides are, have nothing to do with law enforcement. They're well, I mean, rah rah America. Some of the types. ones getting shot at were protecting the people that were there to protest against them. Yes, those were people there for the right reason. Like that's the cop I want being a cop. Yes, like right. If it was some of the people that you see saying all of the stupid stuff, if they were the cops, they would have been like, "Nah, y'all on your own." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's big now, protesters? But then how it went down. Like that's and that's that's a sign that in Dallas, if nowhere else, but it is everywhere else that like the police are doing a very valuable job. Our our system kind of depends on them in one form or another. I mean, like there's got to be police. And so, I yeah, what I was getting at is is all of you who are doing this, you know, stand with the police thing and 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 being on on that whole side of things, you're not really standing with anybody because the police aren't. They're not there. They're not doing that. Like, you're just making up a division that doesn't exist. Yeah. And the division... Fanning flames that weren't there. The division needs to stop. It just does. Because, like, police departments all over the country have recognized this as an issue. They've been trying, especially in places like Baltimore, long before the big incident that was all over the news, like, the leadership of that department had been trying to figure this out already. And it's like that in, in every town... I mean, here in ours, like, the big city near here, like, that's that's part of the mayor's agenda is placing well, minority thing, officers the, in minority communities and, and like... Well, cops are supposed to be a part of the community. Yes. Like, you should know the cops in your area. You should be able yeah. to, like, hey, officer, whatever. Because right now, before he took over, like, the, the way the police department tended to go was that, uh, like, when you were the new cop, you got thrown out on the bad end mm-hmm. of town for mm-hmm. the night shift. Yep. And if you survived, you managed... <clears throat> now the approach is more of, like, you're from this area but not exactly from this area because you don't really want to put people, but you on probably their know own some street. people, but they'll recognize yeah, you. Some we're going to put this guy out you. here cause he's less likely to get shot. He's more likely to not shoot somebody. And, and it's, and when he arrests somebody there, like, they can be like, well, it's so-and-so you arrested him for being well, a dumbass say, as he's opposed also to this more motivated yeah. to do a better job. And he's yeah. not, he's which, not an which outside should, force. Which should be central to that job. Like, you don't see him as, as an exactly. outside occupying force. Like he's, he's a guy from your neighborhood. Like he's there. And then you're both sides. Right, and so since we've been taking that approach, I, I like to think things have been doing better. I haven't really they, paid I mean, attention I, to the numbers. I think but, they are, but like the thing about the cops in that big city is they shoot everybody. They, <laughs> they do, shoot the they whites, do. the yeah, blacks, the Yeah, we actually don't have a racial disparity in well, our town. Plus, like like our cops we, about cop violence is like, could y'all just stop shooting like 
everybody so much, yes. including um, yourselves. Y'all have had like eight misfires that shot somebody in the foot this year. There, can we there just, is that. Can we at least an extra safety on your at least pistol. We can maybe? say our town. Yeah, um, it's they. They just shoot too many people in general. That's a. It's a shoot first, ask questions later kind of department. But it's not about the color of your skin. No, no. Like, like we that's we not sh- been a news item here. That's just... Please, Chiefs, we shoot just as many white people as we shoot minorities. So you can't complain yeah, us on that. We more white people because there could, are more white people. But could so. you stop yeah. shooting as many people? Like, no matter their color, can we just... Can we get y'all some tasers or something? <laughs> about just the less shooting of people. Can we Can we focus <laughs> on that, guys? Right. Uh, uh, don't don't put adjectives in there. Like y'all know, Judge Dredd's just a movie, right? Like y'all really don't get it. It was an awesome movie, though. It's a good movie. We agree, it's a great movie. But you, you know, you, 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 yeah, we know the jail's overcrowded. We'll make room. We'll buy some more beds. Just we'll raise our taxes. We'll build a new jail. Yeah, but I you know. check and hookers. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> That's what gets you in jail. <sighs> So well, they're already there. Saves them a trip. Well, yeah. I mean, then you, you just got, stay. Like, You're going to go out to the right. public. Yeah. You just stay in jail. The judge just comes through once. Uh, two more years. It's like that one jail on See you next TV week. show that like people were actually getting sent to jail because drugs were cheaper. Like You could get them cheaper <laughs> in jail than what you could on the street. So they would just get arrested for something stupid to get nice. some drugs. Yeah. But, uh, and I don't as... know that they do all the body searches and stuff when you're being released. I think that's only when you're going in. Yeah. So, so you could probably buy up all that stuff in bulk and... Go before a jury. Stick it up the back door, and, 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 and then when you get released, you've got to... <laughs> there you go. You're made. Taking two kilos with you. Go before a jury for smuggling contraband out of a jail. Yeah. They're like, I, wait, wait, why is this a bad idea? He was doing a public service. But uh, I would like to... On the one... That? Go ahead. Do you see that uh, funny little news bit? I, I'm just trying to insert this here because it's kind of funny. Uh, I think it was in Texas. There was a jail... I think it was in Texas where... Like three guys broke out of the jail because oh, the, the cop was had watching them had a heart attack. Yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah, they broke out and was like trying to save his life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this guy's cool. <laughs> not no. No, not, not just don't give that. us an extra twenty years, please. I think it was like a. It How was... would that work, by the way, Harlan? Like seriously. Well, so the letter of the law is. I, I, you, I don't you know exactly of, what they did to get out. The letter of the law is you you broke out of an incarcerated facility, so you. Okay, what if That's they didn't leave the building? Thing. What if they broke out of the cell, helped well, the guy, and then just went but, back in and sat but down the thing until in criminal other people law showed up? Is that necessity is a defense to every crime? So, okay. if they were doing that to like save this guy's life, like then yeah, you committed reason. the crime, but there's an affirmative defense of necessity in some way. Like everyone thinks of self defense. So, so you're saying but, I think you should get less time because that just proves you've been there for a while well, and you know how to get out and you ain't done it yet. Like yeah. you're just there of your own volition. Also, you're point. a better person, so it's working. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and, and and it might work out that way, but that's where like the self defense thing is rooted in the law. It's it's not just self. De- it, it's necessity. Okay, so, so defending your own life. So you're is a saying necessity. like when these guys go to court for this, they're getting they're not going. Yeah, extra I mean, they're, no they'll be okay. There. Okay. They'll probably like, get an award. It's like the guy that was stealing food to feed his family because he was broke and whatnot, and it's theft and larceny and whatever. But he can hold up that defense of like necessity. Look at my kid. You can count his ribs. Yeah, like, the, yeah. Uh, it's built into our system. So even I mean, if it goes, even if that's why the jury's there. Even if it goes to the jury, the jury's gonna be like, I've done the same thing. I'm, I don't care if he did it. Right. But yeah. he's actually guilty. But the jury cannot care right. that he's guilty. You mm-hmm. can be guilty of the crime and have an affirmative defense of. It was necessary for some reason. 
Yes. But as far as the dude saying the magic words on television, like people have been. Yeah. Are we going to talk him. about this specifically anymore? I'm moving into that. Okay. All right. Um, because that was kind of a big thing on. Uh, yeah. No, I'm totally on, moving on into the that. Reddit, and um, we have uh, you know who to thank for that. Passmaster. He's a he's a shit stirrer of the highest order. That's why I like him. Hmm. Like even if there's no shit to stir. Mm-hmm. He'll, he'll find it. He'll find some. He'll start. Also, I did get your calendar invite TPM for 2017. There's a, a special meeting request he scheduled mm. with me to make alligators in Disney World jokes because then it will no longer be too soon. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I have any left, dude. I've been using them all week. I got Amy Good this week online about a TikTok croc movie that they yeah that was just viral marketing didn't really happen. She was unsure for like an hour whether that really happened or whether it was viral <laughs> marketing. But uh, so. Like, he goes on television and asks for it. Like, that's not something, like, you should necessarily do unless it's dire circumstances. And I'm not weighing in on whether it's dire or not necessarily. Other than the fact that that is not where we make the assessment. When those certain magic words are said, like, we don't ask to see a dues card. We don't make sure you're the real deal. We don't make sure you're true and worthy at that point. Because that's only supposed to be used... When it's a have-to right now situation, yeah. ain't no time to think. I mean, we might save your life, then find out you aren't a mason to begin with and kill you after the I fight. mean, that might happen. But, but during the during the situation. When the magic words happen, that's not that's the only time as masons we're told not to think. You have one equation you do, and that's uh, if I do this, do I live or die? And if the answer is 51% probably live, then you go. There, uh, that's. I mean, you should also consider that a lot of people watching that happen like that may have been a legitimate concern for them yes i don't mean a lot of people but you know what i mean no, i know what you, i know what you're too saying. many yeah. people mm-hmm. as in more than zero i was gonna say anybody it's even one person it's too many but uh as far as i'm concerned what i promise to is if i hear that thing then uh there's only one equation to solve in my head like for example if I hear that and a dude's in the middle of a lake and he's out there drowning and says that, well, I'm probably not jumping in because I ain't even going to make it to it. <laughs> but if I've got a floaty, if I've got some of them arm floaties, you I'm going to worry you're going to get somebody. Some I'll, give me I'll these. Do nothing else. <laughs> I'll do that. But like in this hypothetical situation where it's just me and him on this mm-hmm. huge ass lake and he's in the middle of the lake and he mm-hmm. says, I'm, I'm going to try to find some arm and I've got arm floaties. Well, if I've got arm floaties, I'm trying to get he's out gonna, there to He's going to take the arm floaties from his son. Yeah. I'm trying and then, and then leave his other son with his mom okay, and go so out to the. Let's say you don't have floaties, and I can't are swim. You, are you sure enough of your inability to swim? Yes. that you would not go in there. Yeah, no, I know. I know how much I can swim, and I can swim eight feet with my eyes closed underwater. I, once you start doing the breathing and swimming, okay, but you can't like just splash or no, whatever. Just I can't to float. Stay afloat. I can't even float. Well, okay, I mean floating something different. I'm talking about. No, no, I cannot. I cannot breathe and swim. Like I can jump in the deep end of the pool. As long as when I jump in the deep end of the pool, You're headed towards I'm the headed shallow towards the shallow end. Okay. Because I can do the underwater kicking thing. But once you get into the moving your arms and breathing, I'm done. That's done. I got nothing. I'm drowning at that point. Okay. That's what I got. That's a dumb thing. I should not uh, be this old and not know how to swim better than mm-hmm. I do. True. Because it's kind of on me. I really hope you don't die in the water. But I'm also day. this old <laughs> and can't swim, so I don't care. Uh Harlan, can we uh, chip in and maybe get him some swimming lessons? I took them. Thing? That's as good as they got me in the week I took them. I went every day for a week. And if I accidentally fall in a pool, it's 50-50. If a dude's in the middle of a lake where I'm going to have to breathe and swim. It's 100-0. It's done. It's, I'm dead. So I can't make it out there to him. So that's the only math I do is if 
am I going to die? More than likely, am I going to live? If I'm more than likely going to live, doesn't matter. I'm not. Where's your deuce card? But to be fair, you know that the dude doing this isn't in immediate danger. If he's in the middle of the lake drowning, that's no, 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 pretty no, no, immediate. No, 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 no. Guy in a video. Yes, that's my point. Yeah. Like, we don't know what it is, but that doesn't mean that so, we don't automatically start looking for what it is. Well, that's true, but you have to rationalize it at least a little bit. You Down the road. That's, but my, my point is, is, is your first thought isn't... Okay, but he's 5, is he true and miles away. What? I understand. You'll have time to think on the plane. <laughs> right. I, no, I totally so, understand so, that. So every Mason in the U.S. hops on a plane and flies out there? But some people, and I'm not picking on Chris because Chris made very good points, because he already went to the, I can't do anything right now, so I have to think about this for a minute. Yeah. But there were a whole lot of people that I've well, noticed. I'm, like, I'm trying to argue his side of it because yeah. it's kind of a devil's advocate yeah. thing. But like, there were a whole lot of people that right off the bat was like, uh, I got to find out if you're true and worthy. No. Nope. No, just let y'all know, that's not when you find out if you're true and worthy. That is, no, that's, you uh, automatically not, assist. Not, not part of the thing that's, I promised. And I understand different jurisdictions are different and worded different, and nobody else on Reddit this week understood that. Well, uh, there's no jurisdiction that says, if you see this, stop and ask for this gentleman's dues card. And yeah. then, well, when he yeah, presents it, but you like, can help him. I'm talking about, like... In our jurisdiction, he didn't really use it right. But there are other jurisdictions that okay. have it worded different where just, that's a yeah, valid yeah, yeah. use of that. Ours is only like, uh-oh, mm-hmm. this may be the end. Yeah, I'm coming, Martha, and then you can, right. not before then. But his might be worded different, A. And B, like, now's not the time to figure out the worthiness. Mm-hmm. The worthiness is a question you ask down the road. And then that's a very valid thing because I should try to help you, but I, if you're asking for money and it's not life or death, that's when I determine whether you're worthy of assistance. And a lot of times you're not going to be. Um, true and worthy brothers a thing. Like Chris brought up an example of a guy who was a member of the KKK and his lodge and was in legal trouble for trying to have his wife killed, paid an undercover cop to do it. Um mm. Kind of sucks to be you at that point. Right. And he's asking for help for legal defense. No, you don't get no help. No. But if that same guy is being beat in the parking lot by a gang of his ex-wife's boyfriends. Mm -hmm. I don't know that she had him. I feel like I'm disparaging this woman. But (laughs) her brothers, her brothers, a gang of her brothers are in the parking lot beating him up. And he says some magic words. Doesn't matter. Got to go over there and keep him from getting killed if you can keep from getting killed yourself. Right. Like, that's the difference in my eyes that I think everybody missed on Reddit this week. Or am I wrong, Harlan? As a resident Masonic scholar. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I, I think judgment comes into play in, in all of that. I, I, I get the, the wording thing, but I, I'm more about the, the spirit of the law than the... Well, I understand that. In, in, in matters of Freemasonry, in matters of civics, it's the other way around, but that's... Um, so if the KK guys is getting beat by this woman's brothers, knowing what you know, you walk past him and not I try mean, to break up some kind of assessment. If I know he's doing it because it's a it's a bunch of black guys and he had just been hanging fake black babies from trees at a Klan rally the night before. I'm going to keep walking like you didn't hear anything. Like, I didn't see anything. Huh? Keep walking. <laughs> huh? Yeah. I can't like, hear you. It's loud over the over the fist kicks. Yeah. Just get back to me tomorrow. Fist kicks. Special mm-hmm. move. Yeah, I'll teach no, that to you later. Yeah. Fist kicks. I'd be interested to learn that. You put a you kick someone at the same time. You 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 fist. fist? 
fist them, punch them. <laughs> Timing out just right. Mostly because I take the approach about free speech being a, a privilege from your government. Like not, it, from your not from your citizens. fellow man. I agree. Like, there is such a thing as fighting words, so the government can't, theoretically... They can't lock they, you they up. They shouldn't be able to deprive you of your rights for something you said. But, you but can your fellow get man your can sure... Yes. That is... That's, that's the system by design. Or your sponsors pulled from your television show and then yell yeah. about free speech. Well, no. You're no. saying speech they that's, don't agree that's with. That's saying so that the police can't come and tase you because of what you said. If some guy who's part of the target group that you were offending wants to punch you in the nose, well... See, but I'm different. Like, if the KKK guy's in the parking lot getting beat up by our brothers and he says magic words, I'm going to go over there and try to stop the fight. I'm certainly not going to be enacting violence, but I'm going to do everything I can do to save his life, probably with words. I mean, and I might, because I don't really think violence is the solution to most things, and so... There's probably some other way of oh, handling well, that. Well, there's but some people that only speak a language of violence. Yes, some yes. dumb redneck Usually guys that that's who all wear speak. white bed sheets with holes in them. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it, it's just a judgment call. On a, and they're all the time situation. looking for some sort of a bro down they can have everywhere they go. Yeah. I mean, just... But part of our criteria for making men masons is supposed to be their capacity for judgment. Because that's one of the most important things that we use the working tools for. Yeah, well, that's is applying some personal judgment, yeah, right? And so that's why I tend to go with the spirit of the law rather than the letter in most things Masonic, because our system was built with the idea that the people beholden to that law have some freaking judgment. I don't do that in the civics area because our civil laws were written with the assumption that nobody has any judgment or sense yeah. or whatever. And so there it is, the letter of the law, but in in the Masonic world, it's the other way around, and and I tend to apply it that way and hold other people to the standard that way. I guess is, my point is I just want to make it clear to everybody, because I may be one of the ones yelling <laughs> that one day, Right. that that ain't the time you check my dues card, whether you weigh I'm true and worthy. Like, you can do that later. Like, if I'm asking for cash, yeah, like, but, obviously it's not life or death. You can think about it a minute. I mean... There's a decent probability in your case when it comes to that. The only brothers around to hear it are me and Bruce, and we're the ones perpetrating the action. So, <laughs> well, I'm hoping there'll Sorry be somebody that. else around <clears throat> who can at least stop the murder. Like, I'm not asking you to beat those these two up. I'm just asking you to stop them from killing me. Hey, boys, what's going on here? Oh, can I join? <laughs> uh, Y'all need any help? The biggest, the biggest, like the most hurtful thing you can do to this man is let him live the rest of his sad, pathetic life, being who he is. <laughs> and I can then promise I promise you, you're going to do happy. a lot more damage to this guy if you let him go. Like generations worth of damage. Like you're going to scar his whole family. You give him a couple more years. Yeah, it's going to run down the bloodline. Like you're cursing his whole family. Y'all, might as well, you just let that man live. Y'all really won't hurt him. Um, well, that's why I'm against the death penalty for certain people, like people who are not like psychopaths serial killers is like like women who like go crazy and kill their kids like just let them live the rest of their life knowing they kill their kids that's like way worse than letting them check out early i'd want to check out early yeah Mm. mostly it's just a matter of having zero faith in your government to uh apply that that's the problem so that's the problem. The only time I want to see the death sentence used is whenever they dig up your basement and find the 45 missing people who were last seen with you and you're wearing their skin currently as a mask. You're like, what, guys? What? I didn't do anything. What? <laughs> yeah. But the, most of most of those cases don't, don't go that way. 
and there have been far too many, and by too many, I mean more than zero mm-hmm. cases of late Any? again, where somebody's exonerated 10, 15 years after, after they were executed, yeah. and you're like, uh, well, okay. I don't think the state gets to kill people in general. Like, I don't think that's something that I want. No, my little part of my hand upon the switch. If it's somebody don't. that needs to be removed from society, it's a... That's why stoning kind of had its thing back in the day, was like everybody, everybody in the community to has the to have a role in... Yeah. But we've removed ourselves from the rock is the problem. Yes. So it's used in cases like, maybe we wouldn't pick up a rock. Because then, then you get guys like... like like Jesus that can play all those little tricks and be like, let he among you who's without sin throw the first stone. Ha ha! Yeah. Fucking voodoo, man. It was. <laughs> so what you're saying is Jesus and then everybody was really says, a oh, witch, doctor. <laughs> witch doctor? Some kind uh-huh. of voodoo wizard? Uh, and then and then all these guys, like, oh, I mean, just put down the rocks and heads, go home. And, you and, considered that? I, I didn't. I, uh, uh, he walked on water. That was probably a voodoo That's trick. what his apostles were, head shrinkers. He probably took that zombie medicine they had in that one serpent and rainbow movie that, like, no nah, man, would slow the heartbeat so down so no, slow that a no, crappy doctor no. wouldn't know. I thought you yeah. all figured that no, out by dead. now with the with the aliens. So Jesus no, was an alien. He's an alien. That's yes, good. That's, that's what the History Channel point. said. Although I went, they have dinosaurs in cages. So cashing in on Square and Compass. So there's a post made. Like, mm, yeah. Like, we're going to so, move on to less a big serious topic. topics. I gotta go pee I've, been, uh, I've been working working on a book um, that I plan to sell for push all over the country. It's going to be the next Observing the Craft. In addition to that book, I'm going to sell my uh, my coaching services. Ooh, like a life coach, uh, but a Masonic like, coach. Like for, for lodges, right? Yeah. So a lodge can pay me to come in and, and, and have them do Feng Shui their lodge. Right. I got it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, for a small fee, of course. Well, I mean, you have to eat. And, and while I'm there, you know, I'll, I'll be selling some ties and uh-huh. shirts of and course. whatnot. Um, special yeah. edition ties and shirts, I'm sure. You can only get them if you were well, there. No, the special Masonic edition ones coach. you have to come to my conference for. Like, you oh, got to fly out oh. to Philadelphia and... Like uh, the first 250 tickets bought, get a yes, special yes. signed tie. The conference is incredibly affordable, though. Uh, it is only going to be $1,200, and you get two That's days. All? Two days. $1,200? Yeah, well, I mean, that doesn't cover your hotel or anything, so that's why it's so but cheap. I, I think you're underselling yourself. I mean, this is this no, is so no, valuable. I'm doing this out of the generosity oh, of my heart. you're doing this I want to help my help brethren. Brothers, you're not doing yes. it for the money. You, but you've got to eat. I, I mean, mean I, it, I, I do have to eat. Like, it's a only lot of fair that they pay my work. expenses. Yes, and, of course. I totally agree. Um, so that's that's all it's about. I just thought I'd, I'd let you guys know, because I'm... I'm using the After Lodge trademark. That's fine uh, as long as I get my as long book. as I get my cut on the After no Lodge. Cut. We're doing this out of the generosity of our hearts. Well, man. but you're gonna cut. So let me let me have a taste. No. Just give me a taste and we're good. Just no. a taste. I'm not getting a I'm not getting a cut. That book's actually gonna cost fifty nine ninety nine to print each copy. Oh really? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. So you like z- really are making zero. Like you're making zero. Yeah, I mean we gotta pay the editor, so um So should we take this show like paid subscription? Because a buck a show. That's all we ask. Like, because we only have a PayPal. Like, we we don't. We got Canada Dry money, <laughs> but that's usually like a couple Canada Dry tens and oh, like yeah, some change out of Jack's pocket. There, there is a new uh, a new can. 
I feel like Jack's been pocketing a lot of that money. By I the feel way. like he might have, and you know, he's my brother, and I'm just not going to investigate because I don't want to know the truth. Like, because he's been our rep for Canada Drive for a long he has. time. I feel like probably what's going on is they give him money, and then he just expenses it with the trips to Canada. That's that's it is kind of expensive for him to go there, and then flying back, yeah, and then the hotel, yeah, and then the company while he's there is yeah. probably kind of costly, and then he just brings us whatever's left after the expenses. And he's not staying at something like Motel 6. No, he's no, staying. I mean, at, we wouldn't want him to. He's uh, our agent. Exactly. Man. No, he's staying at top of the line on the uh, top floor, Excelsior level. Yeah. That's. Who's this? Jack's been. I, I, I'm starting to think maybe. We think Jack's the, just been expensing a lot of our Canada drama. Yeah. Cause, mm. the, the balances are a little off with our spot. Cause, oh, no. Because that new commercial came out and like Canada Drive's been going a little crazy. That's true. And I was expecting That's like true. the, like the check bump. to be up You're this month. Bump up, yeah. and, and it was actually down 10%. So. Uh, we got we got ninety cents instead of our usual dollar. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, like, I mean, besides your joke seminars, uh, we're not cashing in on any of this. And I'm starting to think we're the dummies here because we pay for this out of our pocket. Mm-hmm. We do. Um, uh, we've been given a mic. Somebody gave us a mic. Is it nice? Someone did. Um, Greg gave us a mic. I'm not gonna say your last name, but that was not to. That wasn't um, like. That's not anything of value if we weren't using it for the show. Well, like, he didn't go buy it. Like, he had right. it. It's like, I'm not using this. You guys want it. And I'm like, hell yeah, we want it. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, we've gotten lots of little care packages. Yeah, we've gotten... We have. People, well, so. those, those Knicker Buddy bars were very expensive. Well, he sent yeah. some cash that... I, I saw cash, and then it disappeared. I don't know what happened to it. There was some... And who? What? The Australia? Yeah. There was he cash did. in there? Yeah. He did. It was on the there show. Was, there was cash, yeah, was cash, and that cash went where, into where our ho- our hosting budget okay, for a fine. month or two. What's like wrong with immediately, that? nothing. I'm just I'm just saying everything we've gotten for the show, and then I, uh, then we're going to make you, the argument we should cash personally in. Personally, we haven't made any money. No, no personally, no. we haven't made money. Personally, no, we're all several thousand in debt. Yeah, no, that because money because of this show. Yeah, no, that money literally just because of this show. Oh yeah, like no, I I could have bought a car. Mm-hmm. Um, no, not really, but. You could have. You could have got a. I could have bought a nicer car. Used car. <laughs> I could have bought a faster car. Two thousand three German model cars. About. Yeah, it's about yeah. as much as the sound equipment. Yeah, I mean, you know, so like we've never had the thought of cashing in, but we all know people. We've seen them, who like join, get their MM. Six months later, they're writing a book. Oh yeah. Self-published, but they're writing a book, and. and the problem whenever we go off on that is there are people out there who are like filling a niche. Like yes. the fraternal guy, Ty's guy, like I feel like he's f- fulfilling like a market that's not there. And I think he only knew about the market like once he was here for a while. Yeah. It was like, oh, we need cool ties for Lodge because the younger guys like hate these boring ties. Yeah. So let's get some cool Masonic ties. And he's like, some. And I don't feel like he's making a ton of money on that. Well, I think if you're selling merchandise, like actual goods and not. I feel a lot different about that. Yeah, I think like, what it like is. the guys yeah. at JP Luther, the guy that I bought my Masonic ring from, and so on. Like that's he's that, giving you something. Well, and it's something different because somebody has to do it. It can't be free. And if that's your vocation, like you're making goods. Like to me, that's a little bit different. I'm talking about a lot of a lot of our book authors, guys that do the speaking trips but, and the but the. Then also part of that problem is is like I feel like well for example like Adam Osmond. Like, I feel yes. like his book has an immense amount of value. Yes. And he's not charging a whole lot for that book. No, like, mean, it's not like he's going to become... your costs on it. And your costs might include the time you spent not making money writing the book. But it, it's not like an obscene profit. 
but his book is priced reasonably, and it I is. think that book has a value. But we've all seen other books that are just like, yes, I've r- bought several of yes. them. Yes, written as hastily as possible, just a ching. Mm. So in like some ways, like I don't want to discourage being able to charge for your Masonic services as far as like books and stuff like that, because some of it has value, some of it doesn't. And so I don't want the guy who like, like an, I don't want an Adam Osmond to say, well, I'm not going to publish this book and like make it available because then people are going to say I'm cashing in because I can't do it for free. Yeah. I would rather that book exist than not exist. But at the same time, like it makes me feel slimy just for being around some of the people who are writing the book solely to cash in. Right. Which, and I don't know that that's as common as, as we sometimes it appears to be because we're a small fraternity, you know, on a global scale. And so there's notable examples, but when you divide that across our membership, it's, I understand. But I think when you're talking about like all of the Masonic books that have been written in the past two years, I think a good 20 to 30, 40% of them somewhere in there, like less than half, but a significant number. We're just, I, I can cash in real quick on this. I'm going to do this real fast. Ha, ha, yes. ha, ha. Um, which then, actually is not a lie. Like I have been working on a book for like 10 years, but like most of my endeavors, it's not anywhere near completion. Probably never will be. Well, but then you have guys um, like, 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 for example, like Jason Mitchell, yeah, who I, I would like, if he wrote a book tomorrow, no matter what's in it, I'm probably going to read it just because like when that dude makes a post, like. I save mm-hmm. the post so I can come back to it and be yeah, like, let yeah. me study this. It's good stuff. I think I missed some stuff in here. I'm going to have to read over this a few times. Yeah. But like, if he was to write a book, like I'm not immediately, but I think he's one of these kind of guys like, I'm not going to write a book because then I'm going to charge for it and then I'm going to feel meh. Right. If I did, it'd be under a pen name anyway. Wouldn't want you guys mm. knowing. I mean, we would know because <laughs> first of all, we're going to be in it. Second of all, uh, second like, of all, somebody who reads it is going to come to one of us and be like, uh, I think this is y'all. And uh, how is Harlan going to do the book interview? Like when we have the author of that book on the show. Right. Oh, I'll do plus, it. All. I'll do it all. Phil Henry style. Plus third of all, whatever pen name he uses is going to be a Jewish name. So that's really going to narrow right it down. Anyway. Off, yeah. When we see, you know, this new book by so-and-so Goldstein. We're Plus, be like, I believe mm. the book's going to be called something like The Star of David in the Square Encompasses. It's, it's going to have something Jewy in <laughs> the title. That's already it's been It's just going to be called Pancake Flipping Martinus, Jason. <laughs> but, like, I think what it'll be is it'll be one of those weeks where you can't be here for some reason. And then the author will call <laughs> in and we'll do a remote interview with Harlan. And, like, halfway through, is it true or false that you are really Harlan? Uh, my connection's cutting. What? Uh, Driving uh, into a go. tunnel. Uh, thanks for yeah. letting me up. Yep. But when we talk about then, cashing, then he comes back for just a second to give you the web address again. <laughs> <laughs> like clears a bell and then he's gone again. When we talk about cashing in on the craft, though. Like I, <coughs> I got what the subject was about, which we were talking about. I immediately thought about insurance and whatnot. But that's the kind of road yeah. I went down when I yeah. heard it. Is the guys that that show up with, with business, like the car salesman and the insurance guys. And I've the, never like had a problem with the car salesman. Like, all the car salesmen I've met, like, have never talked about selling cars. And they're like, yeah, I sell cars, whatever. Like, but they've never been like, can I get you in a pre right, 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 <laughs> you know? Right. Unless you're like, hey, man, I need a car. What should I get? You know what I'm pre-use. saying? And then they're like. <laughs> or like the, just generally, guys that join the lodge and then they're trying to cash out on their membership in one way or another. Like, having a square and compass on a business card. I've mostly that's... seen insurance and real estate agents being yes. the worst at this. Because they're the same yes. people that put their faces on their business card. Who does that? Uh, the 
Well, the, I mean, that job, your face is kind of important. That people is it? Know it. Yeah. Or, you know. To buy a house or insurance? Uh, a house. Insurance, not so much. Why? Although a lot of insurance stuff is done locally, so maybe it is there, too. I don't understand that. Like, I really don't. Well, like, because, I don't care what you because look like. people are coming for the persona. They're, yeah. they're you know, they see a name. They're like, this guy's the king of realty in this area. Blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Everybody knows what he looks like. It's not, not just the name. Not go to the guy. I would go to the guy who charged the less, so I can pay more for the house. Everybody yeah, knows, like not, the uh, most people. The, most people the, are going to be like this guy. Yeah, he's known for getting the house sold. Going to him. The big ambulance chaser in town. Like, yeah, you can put your face on my side. Okay, on the selling portion, yeah. I guess I see it more than on the buying portion. Like why you would want the fake? Because he's yeah, like known for selling. About the, big on the, the big ambulance yeah. chaser the face, in town. All the signs you see in the yard are, are the seller dude. Like his firm is is not as effective as some other ones and the costs are higher but everyone wants to go to him because he's the guy on tv and they know what he looks like and they've seen his billboards with Mm -hmm. his face on them and he's gonna give me the money i deserve even though there might be some guy in a little two-story house downtown who would actually get you more money and charge you less my family has a bad habit of watching like judge judy in the afternoon after the early news and uh, all of those commercials are on during judge judy my favorite one is the local law firm who has an entire commercial about their dogs, and you can send their dog an email. <laughs> yes. But you've been hurt. Come see us, uh, yeah. and I'll represent you and bring the dog. Lawyer marketing makes me ill sometimes. It's it's kind of disgusting. It used to be prohibited. Like, it's only it's, in the past so 20 years well, that I see it was why. allowed. But I see why. Like, I can see being like, hey, my name's so-and-so. I handle Rex. Like, come see me. You've been in a wreck. Like, I'm, I'm fine with that kind of advertisement. <laughs> That's awesome. But the advertisement, like I hate, is like the one oh, where like mean it like that. Never mind. No, I was thinking he had a dog named Rex. <laughs> I oh, that would be Rex. hilarious. You ought to send. Come you see me send if the, you have a wreck. You ought to send the dog an email. <laughs> Man, if you send the dog an email, I bet you he'll name a, He'll get another dog named Rex. Not, I mean, it, first of all, that's already stolen. Some lawyer somewhere yeah. is now naming his oh, dog yeah. Rex. Like, I opine a lot about. Uh, pharmaceuticals and lawyers are two things that maybe but advertising are not that's so running, great for. There's right? one that's running locally now where, like, the lawyer's talking about, um, I can get you a check, and, and or not a check, I can, you know, get your medical bills taken care of, and he's telling you all this serious stuff, and then mm-hmm. there's a guy off to the side that's, like, kind of like a, a ne'er-do-well, and he's like, tell him about the money! Right. Tell him about, and he's chasing the dude all over town, making him tell the people that mm-hmm. he's gonna, about the money mm-hmm. that he's gonna get them, and it's it's just... Yes. Like, I feel like that should be illegal. <laughs> like, I feel like you're just pandering to people who want money at that point. Well, you you, you are. Uh, well, you're pandering to get people in your door. 90% of them aren't going to be able to make money, and you just turn them away. Oh, but yeah. that's how you get the, the handful that actually have a legitimate case. Yeah, of course. Or you could do it by having a reputation and, and all of the friends and family and associates of people you've done good work for before say, hey, call this guy. Which in our town, like the attorneys in our town, like in our, because we're kind of a small town, mm. like that's how they get there. You don't see billboards for those those ladies and gentlemen all over town and commercials and whatever. They do plenty of business. And it's because they treated one guy treats somebody well, takes good care of them, does a good job, and then he tells somebody. And like over the course of of ten years, everybody in town knows who that lawyer is, and they're going to him with any problem they have. Well, like I've literally heard people lose the case. And still recommend yes. the lawyer too. Like I've heard, well, he didn't. He did. His, he did the best he could, though. Yeah. So, like I would. Like I don't know that you need the the advertising, the sleazy daytime TV advertising. Uh, it. It's getting really bad. It keeps getting worse. Yes. 
like when it first started happening, like the, the, the members of the bar were horrified at the stuff that was coming out. And it was, and if they could only, like, yeah, it was, yeah, it was what you said. Like, yeah. Hey, I'm Bob. I handle accidents. You've been in a wreck. Give me a call. Here's my number. Like, this is my specialty. Like, and, and people were freaking out about how unprofessional and awful that was. And if those guys could see. And now the same dudes are like, <laughs> and in like a skit in a commercial, like boxing with an insurance agent. <laughs> that, that guy that did the opera thing about the, uh, it's my money and I need it now. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. But let's, let's tie that back to Freemasonry. Can we, yes. Can we, well, I mean, it's we, just, we kind of got away from it's that. more tacky than the pharmaceutical and lawyer yeah. advertising. So, uh, it's so I can feel better about the Masons who are mm-hmm. cashing in on, yeah, because at least you're not that guy. Like brother. Uh, until like 20 brother. years from now, it's like, I'm brother so-and-so. Here's my baseball bat to knock the Cowans in the head. <laughs> Give me a call when your lodge needs help. But there's nothing wrong with making money off of something like that. If, if you've done the work. I mean, there's no problem with getting paid right. for what you're doing. And there's, you, there's, I mean, there's, you, you can't take the stance that nobody should no, no. write a book. No, no. And that's you, the problem you, is some people shouldn't write a book, but I can't tell you which one of those you are. Yeah. And so I'm not going to take the stance nobody should be writing a book because I can't tell you which one. And there, there is a place, like we talk about, right. we shouldn't admit people into the fraternity who are coming here for business or social gain. That's not to say that those things cannot be had here because they can be and they are, but that's not the intent. It's just like a side effect. And so we're, I think we're talking about the guys who, who are seeking that out instead of letting it be a pleasant side effect or benefit of being an active part of the fraternity. Because, I mean, I, I've seen that firsthand. Like, like everybody knows that like I'm the lawyer and, and I'm really active in the crafts. That's brought me referrals. Normally, I've sent them off to other people. Yeah. But I, I don't come to Lodge like seeking people to come do business with me. Right. You're not handing out business it, but cards it and meaning. But like... Like it happens. And and if you write a book, maybe you, it's a good book and a lot of people buy it and you make some money off of it. I'm not going to hold that against you. But if you came in and said, I'm going to write this book so I can make some money. Like, like if you it, looked at the demographics. Like, yeah. And I was just raised six months ago. Like if a funeral like home guy, like if a funeral director like joins, like I'm in the back of my mind is like, is he looking at the demographics of how old the average member is? And that's why he's wanting to join this fraternity or is he just really want to join the fraternity? Well, if he's in this somebody town, would not be that far gone. that they're going to become uh, you, a funeral director. Just no, no, no. I'm saying he's already a funeral yeah. director. And then ah, okay. after he's well established in his career and he happens to look at the demographics of the average age of your I mean, average Mason you, you and he's joining that though. You can't, you if, can't, but you I'm can't just saying that's a question. That's a question. 99% of I agree, but I'm still saying that's a question in the back of my mind. Cause if you're in this town and you're a funeral director and you're trying to join this lodge, I'm pretty sure I know it's for the latter reason because All everyone of, you work with is already a mason. Yeah. And well, I was going to say you're kind of effed because there's already a more yes. well-established brother who's yeah. going to be getting. But the then every anyway. every funeral home in this area guy, is staffed by masons. But then if that guy, if one of those guys we know who have been here forever, they're not here for money. Like as a matter of fact, sometimes they'll do stuff for free for one of our brothers oh, yeah. because yeah. whatever. But if one of those guys is one of the ones that signs this petition, like that question's not in my head because this dude thinks he's coming here for the right reason and mm-hmm. not for personal. Like you see what I'm saying? There like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. if he's just like some upstart, 25 year old guy, all these other guys are masons. I got to be one too. If I, I can't answer the question, but it doesn't mean it's not going to be in my head. Yeah. And I'm going to look at him kind of sideways for a couple of years. <laughs> I'm trying to. What are you here for, man? But I mean, we'll it, it, it is a side effect and it can't be helped. Like the, we had that guy that dual member with our lodge back at the beginning of the year. He's a used car salesman. Pretty big deal at the, one of the big places in town. Mm-hmm. He hasn't come here pushing cars or whatever. In fact, 
the first thing he did when he joined our lodge was started writing checks. Yeah, no, like the like, first day. But like what's he's happening? Like, oh, y'all need that money for that? Well, I can get business. That money. guy, I know that guy, two t- two times in lodge, he's asked if he could donate. Yes, yeah. but that guy's also as a just complete side effect, like guys from this lodge and people who visit this lodge and so on have been blowing him up like looking for cars because yeah. you're looking for a used car and, well, and plus i know that guy i trust him i'm gonna call him but plus i know he's a true a, a true yeah. brother and not here to sell cars so if i call him he's not gonna flim flam me he's gonna say well I, you know that's a good car but i wouldn't buy it because you've got a family and that ain't gonna right. last and you know he wasn't donating money to try and get people to think no. that he's well, a good guy just to make money off. But he's been a mason for a long time too he didn't just join our lodge like he came from yeah, somewhere else yeah. but what, what i'm getting at with that is is there are business and social gains that come from being a Freemason. Like, I'll come out and say it. It, it happens, but you, if you're going looking for it, not only are you going to be disappointed, yeah, yeah. but you're not who we're looking if for. If you think that's what you're here for, because, yeah. like, the ones who really benefit aren't here from that. It, right. If it's obvious that's what you're here for, that's when it kind of bites you in the ass and you don't mm-hmm. get it. But, uh, yeah, so just for the record... We need some money. You can send us some money and pay for some hosting. And uh, uh, A buck a show is all we ask. <laughs> you can send it to, uh, I don't want to give out my PayPal well, I mean, address that's, that's for why, all that's, you H4XORs out there. That's literally why we've never asked for money, though, is I always feel slimy because it's attached to the lodge in a roundabout way. Not exactly, but through tenuous no, strings. We need, to, we, need like, to, we need to become the Joel Olsteins of Freemasonry. We need to... Pro, we need we're, we're going to start prophecy like or five, not prophecy, five uh, years. Okay, from I don't now. have a problem with making our money back, Harlan. I'm not moving into some no, eight hundred million dollar mansion. Five years from now, we're going to be in a we're going to be in a grief. stadium filled with masons. <sighs> we're going to getting paid a hundred grand to do oh, a talk. Yeah, on the after lodge experience. Yeah, we've yes, done sir. that for free though. Like that's something we we've done for free. And we've been though. messing and up. We went through a lot of trouble to do that too. We've been that was, messing that was up. Hard. That was a lot of that work. Was, that was a lot of work. This is America. And we got nothing. Capitalism, patriotism. What we're here for? Military. And well, Jesus. that's my point. Is that's not what this show's for. And apple pie. And apple pie. Baseball. Mm. I don't eat apple pie if it's all in mode. Do we have ice cream to go with the apple pie? Actually, we don't have any ice cream. Pie. We sold out at the fair. This I cannot year. believe. I'm that. very happy about that. I I'm guess they learned their lesson last year about when that. we took home 50 No, they, had, they bought the same amount. It's just people were really? there early enough that they sold out. Huh. <laughs> last year, if you remember, they closed that thing at 9. Nobody really showed up till like 8 o'clock. People this year. And so, but people were there all day buying ice cream. But that's not what I've heard. I've heard there was more Plus people. people were paying uh, 14 times as much for ice cream from yeah. booths. So now we don't have ice cream at the lodge. I'm fine with that. Thanks, Obama. Special meeting. Thanks, Obama. There's a special meeting to figure out what we're going to do about that next week. Not I know our stewards are distraught because we don't have dessert lined out for the next year. We're not going to have visitors like anymore. They they they, they no, were coming we're here because there was ice cream. Dessert. Even the visitors yeah, were getting rounds sick of and ice cream. Oatmeal cream so. pies. You can never get sick of ice cream. I'm, I'm you get sick of that ice cream. cream. I, I love ice cream. Like the only ice cream I like is from that one place. Well, we can we can. I had that this I, week. That they had that over by the aquarium. Yeah. Yeah. We can expand. Yeah, all over the place. There. Yeah, cool if stuff. we expanded yeah. the lodge budget to buy like the ten gallon tubs from them, I would I would support that. Oh man, I'd chip in. Oh, I didn't say I'd chip in. I said I'd support the measure to and expand I said the budget. I would chip in <laughs> as long as I get to pick the toppings. I would uh, just be happy if it was decent ice cream that was like single flavor, like strawberry, yeah. chocolate, vanilla. Decent, it's decent. It's not the for, Dean's for free, because we once like left a whole like 
five gallon bucket of that out on the counter and we came back. It was in the same like configuration <laughs> it was the day before. It like didn't melt. It was just still just put it back in the refrigerator and it just was good to go. Nothing wrong. Uh, but it was great. There was one night at Lodge. Two refrigerators. One night at Lodge, I had two bowls of that and a cone. Uh oh. Then you puked all over. I remember that. And then you puked. That no. Was hilarious. Was no. that the night where he stirred his ice cream? No, for that wasn't. That wasn't fair ice cream. Contemplating everything he's that ever done fair in his ice entire cream. life. That was that was a five gallon like Walmart tub of ice cream. The Hershey swirl in this ice cream looks like the galaxy. Kind of did. <laughs> oh. On Galaxy Notes, before we before we close, uh, I wanted to congratulate our, our brothers at NASA for safely landing the Juno probe in the orbit of yes. Jupiter. Yes. That is the kind of stuff that gets my my nerd juices flowing. Good and, on you. Uh, and the noise and the and the news was completely overshadowed this week. Mm-hmm. Like yes. nobody. That that's a big deal. You know, you know, like in a lot of ways, they're like very disappointed this happens. Like they couldn't they wait to next. Like I'm sorry it happened. But couldn't <laughs> so, it like happen next week if it had to happen. I've been I've been all up on the uh, the. the physical or metaphysical implications of this like all of the mythology about you know zeus wrapping himself in a cloak of clouds and and like being off there in the distance Mm -hmm. and like we still don't know what's inside jupiter and we've sent a probe to go and visit with the gods like the literal entity that goes around the inner solar system and flings most of the shit back out to keep us from from, like, like or sucks it in they either right, hug it but, to death or send it back. But we out. don't know anything about what goes on below the clouds, we we guess and so on. But there's there's some kind of like really deep thing for me about doing this kind of exploration. Because people thousands of years ago were talking about Zeus, like this big brown thing in the sky, and that's Zeus up there and he's protecting us somehow with lightning and, and like sheer force. They they didn't know, like they didn't get like astronomy. Well, they got astronomy. You, you know what I mean. Like they didn't know there's a planet and so are you thinking like maybe they're gonna fly down a little bit and then find a some, huge Greek guy? Yeah, some no, no, I don't think that. Hey, you guys want some euros? He looks up and he's like naked because he just got out of bed. He's like, "What are y'all doing here? How yeah. did you get in? <laughs> I haven't had my morning euro yet." No, I just that's I think, all I know about Greece. Like that's I, where <laughs> euros come from. I tend to blend, uh, especially when you're talking about NASA and space. Like I always end up tying it back to the metaphysical thing somehow, and. It, so it was really cool for me. Be careful, because that's how uh, L. Ron Hubbard got started on Scientology. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't need you so, making a crazy religion. See, no, I'm not talking about a bearded guy. I'm just talking, like, philosophically, it's really cool. That we've always known that, yeah. and we've reached a point in civilization where we've sent something out to go see it. Like, it, it's... I feel like you're dancing real close to the occult here. Well, I feel like... Yes. I feel like this is an appropriate lodge talk, because it's not so, about Jesus um, or America. Well, maybe Jesus is there. You don't know. No, that's the descendant of the Hebrew God, which is the next one down the line, because uh, they said, forget that Jupiter guy, we're going with Saturn. Jesus is so far behind, he's chilling with, on Neptune, is what you're trying to say? No, I'm saying it's like one of Saturn's moons, right? Because like the son of Saturn, because the God of the Hebrews was Saturn, not Jupiter. So Jesus anyway. is Phobos, got it. Um, no, that's a moon around but Mars. But congratulations. Is the moon where Doom took place? Because I don't want any part of that. That's why I said I've that. I've seen what happens there. That's really cool. That's I, I apologize to my wife that she had to delay watching whatever show it was she wanted to watch because I had the TV on the NASA channel and I was like watching like all of that stuff the whole that. night. I feel like your wife watches a lot of Mexican soap operas. No. Not being able to speak Spanish, I still feel like she would enjoy the drama of them. No. I feel like it's more like Real Housewives. Yes. the real, she, she just, which, which, by the <laughs> way... Which, so much worse. Which, by the way... Well, she envisions that I watched, being her, dude. I watched oh. one of those with her, and, like, 
none of them were housewives, and like more than half of them weren't even married. Well, there were a couple of house- them that have never been married. Right. Well, they're housewives in the in the like thing that they don't work. They just hang around the house during the day and then go shopping. And they're real Harlan. They're real. You're discounting. I didn't. Here. I didn't get it. I, I real I, I fake know. people. I think I would have rather watched the View, and if you know me, that says a lot. Well, the Earth is flat, so I mean, it's, it's just like any other drama show. It's just drama, manufactured and drama. Some of those women are really good at that manufacturing <laughs> drama. Yes, they are very on that show filled. Yes, I'm sure. I've never seen it. I could not tell you. I think there's one named Nene. I don't know. I just I got like halfway through and I'm asking my wife and she's telling me to shut up because I'm like you're like literally she's, begging. She's never even been married. Why is she on the show? <laughs> like, she's not a housewife. She runs a business and she's divorced. What, what what is this? Like seriously, wife, I'm I'm getting ready to just just I, I've got the noose tied. I'm just looking for a place to change, like to hang it. If That's you like don't having some show channel. called Law and Order in which the actors have zero respect for the law or order. This is everything wrong with this country. What I'm seeing on my television right now is Looking everything at you, wrong with this Detective country. Stabler. Hey, he's a hothead, man, but he gets the job done. Respect for law and order. You have neither. I've never seen... I don't watch that show because it's I used to garbage. love that show, and then law school ruined it for me, so now I can't. Like, I, I try, and then I, I get into, like, when they start tapping the judge for warrants at 2 in the morning, and then... And then I'm like, but but that guy lawyered up, and you can't just go talk to the judge without his lo- n- n- no, it's all wrong. See, I, f- I felt the same way about shows in the late '90s who had you know like the lead hacksers. And, oh, and that, they did yeah, that kind but of stuff. And then I learned no, things dude, about computers, and I'm like, what? The I'm, a, I'm an internet really? cop, and absolutely, this? do we put four hands on a keyboard right, and get shit yeah, done faster? No, that is you, that is you how can we hack do it. Twice as fast yes. with four hands, hand. Harlan. That's a thing. We can't let them breach the firewall. And if we you gotta to keep enhance, the firewall up. You just zoom in and enhance, yeah. and it can do that infinitely. There's yes. no degradation of. As long anything. as you keep the firewall up. Well, yeah. Sometimes you have to go seven. write a GUI and Visual firewalls. Basic to backtrace their IP address. That's the thing that has to happen sometimes. Because I mean, I'm behind. I think there was firewalls. a script mistranslation. So like the luck. the the resident nerd, like the consultant on the show, said, "Make sure you have a layer seven firewall." No. And this, somehow this, that got translated this, this into, "No, a, we need seven firewalls." This was a four chan thing. He said, I'm behind seven firewalls. Yeah. Good luck. Because a layer seven firewall is a real thing. Hmm. A uh, I'm behind nine proxies. And my power's over 9,000. you've used four, you are so behind nine proxies. Come at me, bro. At least. Come at, at least. Me. You hope you're behind nine proxies. All of those <laughs> proxies are owned by the federal government, so it really don't matter. Uh, one of them's owned by some Russian guy that hasn't got busted in, you know, Kiev True. or something. Anyway... We'll just go ahead and uh, I was going to say put a bullet in, but uh, given the tone of our show, we're going to uh, close down episode 132 of the After Lodge podcast. Not cool. Brought to you from the average back room of an average lodge in an average town near you. You can find the show notes for this or any other previously published episode at www.afterlodge.com. You can find us on Facebook or Twitter at After Lodge. Email us at afterlodge at gmail.com. Hang out with us on IRC at irc.snoonet.org, pound sign Freemasonry. If you're lucky, you might just shoot a duck, or you'd be one of those weirdos that hugs them. That's just creepy. Don't hug the duck. Shoot the duck. And uh, otherwise, find us on uh, the After Lodge or Freemasonry subreddits. Get on Reddit. It's too late to not be on Reddit. See you next week, brothers. Later. It's time we stop. Hey, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going on.
We got uh, late night something here. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just too deep until we start. <laughs> I think, well, I think we ought to do a sound check. Uh, I mean, that's, that's, uh, that? that's what's going on right now. That's, okay. uh, that's what I've been doing 